Hi, Karen Heimdall here, creator of Y2K and also the voice of Jess. You are about to hear a Y2K season one super cut. This one is the final one and it's for episode 36 all the way to our epilogue. For these episodes, I have removed the credits apart from the very final episode of The Batch. I have also significantly abbreviated the intro and outro music, so they're just basically the very start and the very end uh, each time. I've left all the content warnings in their entirety, because I think they are as important when you're listening to a supercut as they are when you're listening to single episodes. For transcripts of these episodes, please go to y2kpod.com forward slash transcripts. As you know, towards the end of this month, we will start on season two. So if you want to binge season one, I am releasing these supercuts in three batches of 18 episodes each on each Friday leading up to the start of season two. Happy listening, and uh, welcome to the year 2000. Listeners, I'm Olivia. Welcome to the Y2K podcast. This has certainly been a week. I suppose you've all seen at least some of the headlines. I think both Ina, Kat, and I completely underestimated how well known she is and what a thing this would become. My phone normally never rings, but this week all sorts of press have been trying to get hold of me. Happily for me, it's always on silent. For any press folks listening, I won't talk to you about Ina Fisher. On that, I refer you to the public statement she issued a few days ago. What I have to say will be heard on the podcast and nowhere else. Please respect that. Thank you. But also, welcome to all our new listeners. I hope you're enjoying the show, and that you will stay with me as we listen through the voicemails from the rest of the year 2000, Also, it is Father's Day here in New Zealand this Sunday, and as you know, I am looking for my bio dad. So, listeners new and old, if any of you have any information that could help me find him, please let me know, alright? Don't talk to him about it though, for me. I want to contact him myself. Thank you all so much. Last week, Maya was considering going back to university. Brie threw Jess a birthday bash, and Kat returned to London. Welcome to the year 2000. Hey Jess, I have a new job. I'll be working in a call centre selling tickets for concerts and football matches, things like that. I've given notice to Lee, he wasn't too happy about it but I think he understands. I start training on the booking system next week and then I'll work two jobs for a few weeks. <laughs> Three next week, actually. I have the EastEnders filming on Thursday. 
I have read that script so many times, it is now falling to pieces. Can't risk not knowing my lines. Anyway, it should all be okay. None of them are full-time. The pay is a little less than I got as manager, but the hours are better. No more late nights. Also, it's in Leicester Square, so I'll be downtown every day, which is cool. Most call centers I applied to were in zone 3 or 4, or even further out, so that should be good. <laughs> I'll miss the pub, though, and Lee and the others. And my list! <laughs> but uh, hopefully Jana will be happier, and uh, no evening shifts means we get more time together. Kurt! Yes? There you are. We're going to Berlin. <laughs> we are? When? Mm. This weekend. <laughs> wow. That's great. I've never been to Berlin. Really? We need to celebrate your new job. Mm. 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 I booked a great room. <laughs> I want to see you. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. Oh, uh, but we'll be back for Monday morning, won't we? Sunday night. Won't let you miss your first day. And I can't wait to show you Tresor. <laughs> I have no idea what that is, but absolutely. Let's have fun. Only the techno club in Berlin. <laughs> also a record label. I have their latest on vinyl. I'll go dig it out for you, sweetie. <laughs> Techno. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to Berlin. Wow. I'm glad. I need some fun. Also, I think it will be good to keep busy this weekend so I don't get too nervous about the EastEnders. Jack, come listen. Come in, sweetie. Better go. Oceans. Hello, Kat. It's Emma. I'm so sorry. Oh, bloody top sympathy for honey metal. I know I had no right. I didn't mean to. I was curious. You don't talk much about what's going on with you and Jono, and I know it's not my business, but things seem... things don't seem right. And I really care about you, and I was just fluttering about the world wide web, typing my friends' names into search engines, and happened across your live journal, and I'm so sorry. I was spying. Yes, it's public, but I get that this was somewhere for you to vent and be anonymous, and I want you to have that. I won't look again, I promise. I'm so sorry. Cat, I'm dead on my feet. Holy crap. So tired. Uh, the move went pretty well, uh, though at the very end, Rachel remembered she had some stuff in the basement of her flat that she'd forgotten about, and I almost had a panic attack. 
It was only a few boxes and two chairs, so it was fine, but just that feeling of we're almost done and then there is more was pretty hard to deal with in that moment. Anyways, I think we're all moved in. Boxes everywhere. We got the basics set up. Bed, TV, couch, <laughs> and computer, of course. I'm in the living room. Uh, well, living room and kitchen. Rachel's asleep in the bedroom. Oh, poor thing. I think not being able to help out was even more draining for her than if she'd been able to lift boxes. But we had lots of help and a traditional pizza party at the end of it. Bought pizza, but still good. And now they've all gone home and uh, this is home for us now. <sighs> It'll be good. Looks a mess now, of course, but it's a nice place. Have to go get curtains tomorrow. The bedroom is flooded with light in the morning, so we'll be very hard to sleep in. I should get up early and get some writing done anyways. So, in order to do that, I should go to bed. Congrats on the new job. Seems alright. Though Jono seems much more excited about it than you are. Maybe it will be fun once you get going? And have a great time in Berlin. I haven't been either. Never pictured you in a techno club, but I guess there's a first time for everything. <laughs> have a wonderful time. Love you. <laughs> Hey Emma, it's Kat. It's alright. I get it. No worries. Maybe... Maybe we should go for coffee someday. I'd like to see you. Text me, okay? Big hugs. Right, Olivia here again. So, no big crisis in the voicemails this week. That's a relief. And even Johnny was rather nice. I suppose he was happy he'd got Kat to switch jobs. Also, I never knew Mama had such a tough pregnancy. You see pregnant women running around and doing everything other people do. I suppose I never thought it could be limiting like that. Probably different for everyone. And live journal. I googled it and it seems it still exists but I never knew anyone who's using it. It seems to be most popular in Russia these days. Right, time to wrap this up. Bye for now. Hello dear listeners, Olivia here. I have been so focused on coursework that I hadn't noticed, but spring is here. It is beautiful. The cherry trees are almost in bloom and it smells like spring. It makes me want to run outdoors and never go back inside. And for now, I don't have to. We have mid-semester break. Tammy and I, as muni friends, are going hiking in the Waitakere Ranges. And I can't wait. So for any press folks wanting to talk about Ina... There is even less of a point of you calling now, as my phone will probably be out of range. Okay? 
Last week, Jess and Rachel moved to their new flat, and Kat got a new job and was heading for Berlin with Jono. Welcome to the year 2000. Hi Kat, sorry about the lack of communication last week. I was exhausted from the move and after that so busy with everything. But we do have something resembling a home now, and both Bree and I have a week off from uni. So she's offered to help us fix the last <laughs> 536 things. <laughs> There's no Ikea in New Zealand, sadly. Could have used some cheap and cheerful stuff. But we are making do pretty well. Um, need to start getting some proper baby stuff soon, too. Try to get most of that used, I think. Thank you so much for offering to... Lend me your mom. You, uh, thank you. You made me feel better about this whole parenting thing. Escaping the sins of the father and all that crap. So, um... Seems like you're trying to get pregnant again, maybe? I, uh, if that's what you want, I really hope it works. But also, I worry, you know me. I worry this is not the best time in your relationship, but then, oh, who the hell am I to talk about timing? Maybe timing is just crap. Things can work out or not work out regardless of timing. I only, as always, I want to make sure everything is easy and fun for you, and life keeps insisting on sabotaging this plan. I hope Berlin was good anyways, and that the new job, and the old job, and your very exciting TV shoot all go well. Lots going on right now for you. Lots going on here as well, really. Moving and writing, and also, Rachel and I are off to the 20-week scan on Thursday. I am not missing this one. Though, according to Rachel, it's pretty hard to understand what's going on. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to be there. And hopefully hear that everything is all right. This is the halfway point, so... Ah! <laughs> counting down from here. Still can't quite believe it. Love you so much, my dear. Oceans of Hugs. Hey, Jess. Just completed my second day of ticketing system training. It's going well, I think. I'm sure the work will be okay. We got home from Berlin very late Sunday night. The flight was delayed, so haven't quite caught up on sleep yet. But it's all been good. Even the techno club? Not generally my thing. But I got dancing, and since there wasn't a clear break between the tracks, I kind of zoned out and kept dancing much longer than I usually do. It was restful, somehow. And, uh, yes, we are trying for baby again. Still hard to consider the idea it might all go to hell again, but I can't imagine not trying either. So, next week sometime I will either get my period or not. 
never kept track of my period in my life. You know how I'm always surprised yet another month has passed and I have to go buy new tampons? But I figured I had better get started. So, little red circles in my calendar from now on. I think you are right about timing. There's never going to be a perfect time, so full steam ahead. Steam? Yeah, steam. And hopefully I'll be pregnant again soon. And maybe we can still have babies born in the same year. Rachel's due date is in January, right? Oh, I just want to put all the horror behind me and get everything back on track, so... Fingers crossed, please. Speaking of fingers crossed, I am so excited for EastEnders on Thursday. I will let you know how it goes. I can't believe I'll be there on that set. I'll have to take a train super early. It's not, in fact, in the East End. It's at the BBC Studios north of London. All fake, I'm sure. Wonder if the bricks are real or plastic. If I get a chance, I'll go squeeze one. <laughs> I feel like this is it. I'm finally on the right track to doing what I want. I can't wait. This could open some doors, Jess. Some real, actual doors into acting work. Could, of course, also go completely unnoticed. I know that. But still, could lead to more exciting things. I feel like the door that I've been banging so desperately on is finally opening, even if it's just a crack. <laughs> Mixed door metaphors today. <laughs> Have fun fixing up your place. And send me pictures once you're done, alright? Love you. Jess, it's Shirin. I have news. Remember that competition I entered where the prize was an internship in New York? Well, I got it. I'd almost forgotten about it, to be honest. But I got a letter saying they thought my work showed a fresh and invigorating design talent. <laughs> that sounds a little pretentious, but I don't care. I'm going to New York. I leave in a month, and then it's a six-month internship with the opportunity for extension and advancement within the company, which is exciting. The pay is minimal, but part of the prize is paid housing, so that's all right. It'll probably be a tiny room somewhere, but I don't mind, as long as there are no cockroaches. <sighs> you do hear stories. No, I'm sure it's fine. So, any tips for moving halfway across the world would be greatly appreciated. Hope all is well with you. Yankee hugs today. <laughs> Bye. Shirin, Jess here. Congratulations. That is so wonderful. I am so excited for you. 
I am sure you will have a wonderful time and learn so much. So thrilled things are happening for you career-wise. Yay! Ah, advice. Let's see. Um, don't fill up your suitcase with towels and bed linen like I did. Uh, one of each is fine, and you can get the rest once you get there. What else? Music. Bring your Discman and a bunch of CDs. Maybe burn some CDs with compilations of your favorites. Those first few weeks were very, very lonely for me, and music definitely helped. Hoping you won't feel as lonely, of course, but can't hurt to be prepared. Uh, don't bring too many books. They'll weigh down your suitcase, and you can always go to a used bookstore and get a stack of novels. Also, I arrived in Auckland without any good light summer clothes. So I spent my first few days sweating a lot before I caved and bought some tank tops. You won't go from winter to summer like I did, but make sure you have lots of layers for any temperature. You don't know if your housing will be air-conditioned to freezing point or hot and stuffy. Um, think that's about it. I'm so happy for you. So much happiness today. Went with Rachel to the halfway scan for the baby and everything looks great. It was near impossible to make out the baby on the screen, though, but once I did, I realized the baby was sitting up, waving their hands about. It was adorable and a little freaky, but mostly cute. <laughs> Anyways, congratulations again. You deserve this. Uh, Canuck hugs, I guess. <laughs> Bye! Hi Jess, it is very, very late and uh, I am home after a long day at the EastEnders studio and I'm not done. They moved some scenes around due to weather, so I'm going back tomorrow. Should be good, but right now I am too exhausted to think about it. It was such a rush though. My character is one of two women in a human trafficking storyline and I get to be completely broken and miserable and I love portraying such powerful emotions. I think I did okay. I remembered all my lines and all my cues so at least I didn't make a fool of myself. It was such a friendly set. Everyone I met said hello. Even the regulars. Oh, I hope I did well. We'll see in uh, six weeks, I think. But you won't be able to see it in New Zealand, right? I'll have to tape it and send it to you. <sighs> um, time for bed. Uh, tomorrow is outdoor scenes. Wish me luck. Love you. Hello again, I'm back. I wonder if I could find that old EastEnders episode on YouTube. Would be fun to see her first TV acting gig. Kat seems happier here. But also there seems to be a lot she's trying to ignore. And my parents moved in together. I don't remember this flat. We must have moved again at least once before leaving Auckland. I remember one flat. And I know it was in Mount Albert. Hmm. I wonder if I should go have a look around the area and see if I recognise anything.
have definitely not been there since I was little, so it will probably look really different. Bit of a pilgrimage or something. But first, hiking adventures await. Talk to you next week. Hello, Olivia here, relaxed, happy and filled with so much springtime joy, incredible nature and fresh air that I can hardly contain it. We were very lucky and it didn't rain once, though we did three days of hikes. I love living here. I know I'm both Kiwi and British, and my mum's Canadian, of course, but I've always felt English, I suppose. And yet here now, I am starting to feel Kiwi too, in a way that I don't remember feeling before. Although I don't sound Kiwi, and I'm not sure I could. I was asking Kai the other day about a good place to get new headphones, and they said what I thought sounded like Dixmouth? But I couldn't find it when I googled it. Turns out, it's Dick Smith's. <laughs> I love that. I need to calibrate my ears to the Kiwi accent, I think. Time for some more voicemails, perhaps? Last week, Kat filmed her TV role. Shirin got an internship in New York, and Jess and Rachel settled in at the new flat. Welcome to the year 2000. Hey Jess, on the bus, hope you can hear me okay. <sighs> Today is not great. Got my period this morning. <laughs> it's just a regular period among dozens, hundreds I'll probably have in my life, but fuck. I felt like it was time, you know? I know it's nothing to worry about, but I wasn't prepared for how hard this would hit. It's like a loss, even though there was never anything there to lose. And it's, it feels like I'm scaring all over again. I, I know that's not it, but yeah. It's fine. We'll just try again. And I'll feel better tomorrow, but today. I am mourning the loss of a dream, I suppose. <sighs> a lot going on, as usual. I went back for my second day filming EastEnders on Friday. It was exciting and exhilarating and all went well, but I completely forgot that I was due for a shift at the pub at lunchtime. Completely flew out of my head. So once I was done filming, I had about 20 missed calls from Lee. It was awful. 
never miss things like that. But I did. <sighs> Maybe I should get a psych... a therapist. You can get them on the NHS. Talk to some people at work about it, and they said the waiting lists are really long. It can take months, apparently. But maybe worth getting the process started, anyway. Tomorrow, I work my last shift at the pub. I'll be sad to leave. It's been pretty good. But the new job will be good, too. Welcome to Ticketmaster. My name is Kat. How can I help? <laughs> Don't I sound professional? <laughs> Working on my voiceover skills. Much, much better than speaking Norwegian. Don't you agree? <sighs> I always feel gloomy around my period. So it's never the best time to get bad news. Now the period is the bad news. Ugh. Oh well. There's always next month. And then the month after that. And the next. And the next. Better get used to it, I suppose. I'm meeting Emma for coffee now. Hopefully she can cheer me up a little. Take care, my dear. I miss you. Oceans. Hi, Seb. It's Bree. Probably the last person you expect to hear from on here. It's late. You're probably asleep. Now you check these voicemails first thing, so here I am. Talking to you from last night. This isn't urgent exactly. I just, I don't want to forget to talk to you about it. I know you worry living in different flats will be bad for us. We'll be fine. Five years on different continents didn't break our connection. I think we can handle separate apartments in the same city. <laughs> I think we can handle anything. I wanted to talk to you about... I've been writing songs. Jerry has a guitar in the cafe and I've tuned it and started playing when the cafe is empty. Jerry happened upon me singing today and they want me to sing at the open mic next week. And I... Oh, I would love to, you know, but I also worry that it'll... I don't know, attract unwanted attention. I'm not like the other girls, as you know. Sometimes it's best to just stay under the radar. Talk about it tomorrow, or today, for you. Love you, Sib. Hi, Kat. I am so sorry. I know you had hopes for this month. I've never thought of it like that, but of course, getting bad news while hormonal and bloaty is always bad, so yeah, that really sucks. And 
please do get on the waiting list for a therapist. Can't hurt, right? I'm still seeing Antonio, but we are spacing out the sessions to monthly, and uh, he says we should probably face it out, so we're finished by the end of the year. It feels okay. <sighs> it's late. Rachel's asleep. Bree just left. We've had a really long talk. Turns out she's been writing songs. I had no idea. She's always been musical, of course, but it's the first I've heard of her writing songs. Rachel and I got to hear two of them, and I am simply floored. So powerful, so beautiful. I know Brie is my sib, and I'm probably biased, but still, she is incredible. She is concerned about performing in public, though. Apparently, she tried it in Edmonton a few times, and she got a little more attention than she wanted from revolting men with wandering hands, one of whom turned into some kind of a stalker for a while. So, uh, pretty damn grim. We talked for a long time, and uh, in the end, she decided to try it anyway, because she really wants to. So, uh, she will be performing at the cafe's open mic night next week. The crowd at Jerry's is, uh, it's not stated anywhere, but let's just say there aren't many straight white men there, generally. <laughs> so, I'm hoping it will be a supportive place for Bree. And I will be there with a barge pole, so if anyone tries anything funny, yeah, nothing could stop me from being there. I am so proud of her. My heart is bursting at the seams. I... Rachel, did I wake you? I'm so sorry. No, love. Just need to pee. <clears throat> Let me help. Thanks. Ow. I'll be right. Just this kid sitting on my bladder. Yeah, we'll tell them off for that later. <laughs> we will. I'll wait here. Come to bed, love. It's late. Hmm. <laughs> Better not right now. Not sure I'd want you to go back to sleep. <laughs> Can you hold that thought till I'm much more awake, please? <laughs> I will. Sleep well, my love. I love you. Love you. Oh. I'm back, Kat. Time to wrap it up, I guess. Rachel's... Uh, you heard. Walking is painful for her. She has this 
elastic belt thing that helps a bit, but apart from that, not much can be done, apparently. All frustratingly normal. Oh, that's right! I never told you about the scan. Everything is good. All measurements and tests and everything looks exactly as they should. So, the baby is perfect. It's just hard on Rachel. <sighs> Have to remind both of us that it's temporary. She's not 97 all of a sudden. She just feels like it, she says. The midwife says it will go away once the baby is born. So, uh, there we are. As far as curveballs go, I think this is one we can handle. Or, um, Rachel is handling it fine. I'm the one who is most frustrated about it. I feel so damn powerless. <sighs> this time, I'd really better go to sleep. Love you, Oceans. Oh, that was... a little too close somehow. <laughs> Mama used to tell me a story of how I used to kick a bladder when I was inside her tummy, so she had to go pee straight away. I remember laughing so hard at that when I was six, maybe seven? I suppose this is the start of that. <sighs> I should go to bed too. Must be all that fresh air. Talk to you next week. Bye. Good morning, listeners, or afternoon, or wherever it is where you are. I am so thrilled we have listeners in all sorts of time zones. I'm in a bit of a funk today, actually. Talked to my mama yesterday, and they're selling the house. They've only lived there for five years or so, so it's not like it's my childhood home or anything, but... I have my room there, and it's... <sighs> if they sell it, there is nowhere for me to go back to. No place that is home, I suppose. And that I'm, I'm, I'm grown up, and it shouldn't matter. But I feel all the drift. <laughs> so much effort into making it theirs, and now, I suppose, they really are splitting up, for real. It's still hard to grasp. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't mean for that all to spell out. <sighs> anyway, I'm still looking for my dad, my bio dad, Mike. And it seems he may be Australian. I had an email from Cassie the other day, and they're a little stuck at the moment. But they've got as far as Melbourne. Cassie and Charlene think he worked in one of the libraries there in 2000. So, if we have any listeners in Melbourne, and if you could help us find Mike, hashtag find Mike, please get in touch. Thank you so much. So... Last week, Kat was unhappy about getting a period, Bree decided to perform at the cafe, and Rachel's hip pain was worse. Welcome to the year 2000. Hey Kat, this will be short. 
I'm leaving for a tutorial in one minute. Just wanted to say thank you so much for your latest batch of feedback on the screenplay. That would never have occurred to me, but you are completely right. Karen would never do it that way. I am reworking it and sending you a new version. Looking forward to hearing what you think. Oh, and Bree is performing tomorrow. I'm going to try and record it for you. Fingers crossed it will work. <laughs> Love you. Hello Jess, Sharon here. Thanks for the packing advice. I'm getting everything ready. My nan has agreed I can keep my room in the flat, so I'm leaving a lot of my stuff here. We'll get some time off in December, so I'm probably flying home then to see my family. And to grab all the stuff I'm forgetting now, I suppose. <laughs> it's overwhelming trying to anticipate every need I'll have for months and then trying to cram it all in one suitcase. I remember you stressing about it and now I understand why. But yes, I know I can get things there as well. I tried to get a leave of absence from work, but they declined. So I resigned. It is scary to leave, but I haven't been happy there for such a long time that it was also a relief. Speaking of relief, I broke it off with Dave, finally. Should have done it long ago, of course, but I enjoyed having him around. He says he'll miss me so much, and I... I don't think I will miss him. Didn't say that, of course. But I am ready for this new adventure, and I don't want anything to hold me back. I hope everything's good with you. More Yankee hugs. Bye. Hello, Jess. I'm so glad I could help. I guess writing is like any other creative project. Always better when you bring in lots of different perspectives. Looking forward to reading the next screenplay version. I am tired, but kind of happy. Had a pretty good day at work. Got to talking to some of my colleagues at lunch. I always bring a packed lunch. City center is expensive. <laughs> and we were swapping stories of all the banana scholars. It was hilarious. I didn't have many stories as I'm still so new, but I told them about the man I spoke to yesterday. He was getting football tickets, Chelsea against Manchester United, I think. And when I was entering the credit card information, I have to put Miss or Mrs. or Mr. So I said, and that's Mr. And he said, in the RPest of RP accents, no, it's a lord, actually. <laughs> I mean, turns out there are boxes to check for lord and lady and doctor and all sorts of titles if you just look for them. But why would that be important? I hardly think his credit card would be rejected for using the wrong title. People are strange. What else? I went to my GP yesterday and she put me on the therapy waiting list. She couldn't say when it would be my turn, but she said it's likely to be months rather than weeks. She also did a checkup 
and uh, apparently my iron levels are low so I got some pills and she told me to get on prenatal vitamins since I'm trying to get pregnant so I'm popping pills over here I've been thinking I should try to lose some weight and maybe cut down on coffee and alcohol in case it makes a difference I just want to be pregnant again Jess Wish I could snap my fingers and make it happen. Ugh. Anyway, I have some fun new colleagues to talk to. Always something. And I really hope your recording works tonight. I can't wait to listen to Bree's song. Love you. Oceans of hugs. I'm at Jerry's open mic night. So excited! Hope I can make this work so I can record Bree's performance for you. Uh, hang on. There we go. Hello. My name is Bree. Um, I'm really nervous. I wanted to sing a song. I wrote, um... Anyway. Okay. This is Hero. of a
incredible. I have to go give her a big hug. Love you. Wow, I knew Aunt Bree did some singing, but I've never heard any of her music before. I wonder why. I tried to see her. She lives in Auckland, but she's been overseas for a few months. And she's coming back in October, I think. I'll try to catch up with her then. Thanks for listening. Truly. It means so much to me. Talk to you next week. Hello, dear listeners. This is Olivia. This week, we have a content warning for psychological abuse. We have a resource page on the website where we have tried to list as many hotlines, info pages, and support things that we could find. So if you feel like you need any resources like that, please go to y2kpod.com resources and hopefully you'll find it there. Please take care of yourself. And if you need to, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Hello and welcome to Y2K. I'm recording this late at night. Tammy has ingratiated herself with the student radio here, and so I am in a proper studio again. Thank you so much, 95BFM. So I finally fixed a time to visit my grandparents. Rotorua is about four hours away by train, so it's not that far, but I've been so busy that it just hasn't happened yet. So next weekend, I am off to spend a few days with them and the rest of the clan, of course. Not everyone still lives there anymore, but there are still plenty of aunts, uncles and cousins to see. And I hope to squeeze in a hike. The nature around Rotorua is simply spectacular. Someone asked if I was in touch with my other grandparents, Jess and Bree's parents, and no. Never met them. Not sure they know I exist. And it's strange, but... I don't feel like meeting them either, especially after hearing how they treated their kids. Of course, I have many more details now through the voicemails, but I always knew they hadn't accepted Mum and Brie for who they were. And this was why we weren't in contact. I want to find Mike not only because he is my bio dad, but also because he seems by all accounts to be a decent human being. I see no reason to meet the people who hurt Brie and Mum so much. That might change, I suppose, but I don't think so. Anyway. Last week, Brie sang at the cafe, Kat had a good time at her new job, and Jess reworked her screenplay. Welcome to the year 2000. Sharon, it's Jess. So good to hear from you. Sorry it took me a while to get back to you. Exciting times, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I think as long as you bring the basics with you, you can add the rest once you're there. Layered clothing and music and then you'll be good. (laughs) I am sitting at my desk in our new apartment with a window open and the sun is streaming in and it smells almost like summer. I am still a little lost in the seasons, but Oh, springtime. It always makes me so happy whenever it turns up. Makes me want to run outside and hug a tree. (laughs) I should be writing, of course. 
at this point, there is not a second of the day where I should not be writing. But taking a break to message you and smell the air? <sighs> Things are good, Sharon. I have so much to do, and of course I get stressed and anxious and worried, but thinking back to this time last year, well, you were there. I was so miserable over Claire and didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And now I am with the most wonderful person, and I get to write every single day, and I am so damned happy. <laughs> I hope you find all you want and need in New York, my dear. You deserve every good thing. Big hugs. Dad, come here. Uh, okay. Guess I'll do this later. What? We're having a dinner party on Saturday. <laughs> we are? All right. Uh, I guess you'll be cooking then. Of course. I've found this recipe for watermelon and feta salad that should be a good starter. And steak, of course. And you are making dessert. <sighs> <laughs> I can do that. Mud cake? I was thinking something more now. Cupcakes? That works. Who's coming? I invited Mark and Julie, Paul and Stacy, and Simon and Lisa. Jono, you know I don't want to hang out with Simon. Oh, come on, Kat. That was ages ago. And you've met them both since. Yes, but I really don't want to spend a whole evening with him. You know that. Nothing against Lisa. She's great. I've already invited them. You're my girlfriend. You live here paying next to no rent. The least you can do is be decent to my guests. I... No arguments. They are coming and you will smile and laugh and wear a pretty dress and that is that. I can't... You will do what I say! <gasps> oh, for fuck's sake! I am not touching you! I just... Don't make me angry, Cat. All right? Just stop making me angry. All right. We'll have a great time, I promise. Yes. You can wear that pretty 50s dress we got at Camden Lock last weekend. Fine. It's all right, sweetie. I forgive you. I know you didn't mean it. We should, um... We should clean up that glass. Uh, someone could get hurt. Thanks, sweetie. I'll go check my email. Hello, Jess. Uh, not so great today. Jono and I argued last night. I thought... I thought we were doing better. But maybe not. We made up, of course. <laughs> we always do. And we had to. <laughs> These are the baby-making days of the month. I know, that sounds awful. And it is. 
having sex on a schedule because you have to is incredibly unexciting. It's fine once we get going, but getting there is... yeah. Also, Jono isn't... he thinks we should just let it happen. So it's mainly me keeping track. I'm tired, Jess. I can't sleep once we've argued. It takes me ages. I'm on my lunch break in Leicester Square, looking straight at the cinema posters. Billy Elliot is the big one right now, all around the square. I haven't seen it, but I'd like to. Anyway, better go back to work. Oceans of hugs. Cat, are you alright? I heard... Not sure how it happened exactly, but I heard your fight. And he's... He's... Cat, he is not playing fair. He is getting angry and then blaming you for it. Blaming you for provoking him. And this time, it wasn't jealousy. It was simply you standing up to him. And he has to be able to handle that. Oh, dearest cat, if he can, he has to learn how to handle you saying no. That's pretty basic after all, right? I... Hearing you sound so... not yourself, I... it... I worry about you... so much. Let me know what I can do, alright? I'm here, always. I love you. Olivia here, back again. I'm so glad she said that at the end. Not that I know how much use it will do, but it seems Jess, my mum, is always on tiptoes and doesn't dare speak up properly when Jono is doing all these awful things. And I understand. She doesn't, didn't, want to risk Kat closing off and not speaking to her. I suppose we'll see what happens. Happened. Navigating the tenses is hard. Time to go, I think. Till next week. Hey everyone, Olivia here. Very busy at uni these days, but still time to enjoy spring. I went for a run today and it was so beautiful. It's very hilly around here, so I'm completely exhausted, but in a good way, you know? <sighs> I Skyped with my mum today too. Seems they are having trouble getting the house sold, so it will definitely still be theirs when I go home for the holidays. Not so great for my parents, but makes me happy that there is a home for me to go to. Suppose I'll have to pack up my old room while I'm there though, which is less fun. <sighs> anyway, let's get to the voicemails. Last week, Jono and Kat had yet another fight, and Jess was concerned about Kat but happy with our life. Welcome to the year 2000. 
Hello, Jessica. It's Kirsten. I got your email. And I am as worried as you are. Katerina is not... like herself. I feel like I can't reach her. No matter what I do. Oh, it's so hard. I want to get on a plane and give her a big hug and bring her home with me, but... She wouldn't want that. She's grown up and makes her own decisions. And no matter how much I would like to protect her, I just can't. All we can do is be here. Listen, let her talk when she wants to, and wait. Wait for her to ask for help. I know that is so hard, and I'm so sorry I don't have a better solution, but... If we criticize him too much, she won't talk to us. And then she'll have no one. I know you have so much else going on in your life, Jessica. And I am so grateful that Katerina has you as a friend. I know you and your girlfriend have a baby on the way. And I'm so happy for you. Please take care of yourself and those close to you. Hugs from me. Hey Kat, you alright? Haven't heard from you in a little longer than usual. Listen, I'm sorry if I was too negative about Jono in my last message. I don't mean to criticize. I am just worried, right? I'm writing. When am I not writing these days? I think I got the screenplay to a pretty good place. So I'm letting that rest for now and working on the other text. Trying to be all scholarly and getting my references right. <laughs> Very different from drama school. But I enjoy this part too. It's structured and predictable in a way that I enjoy once I get into it. Anyways, what else? We have all the boxes unpacked now, uh, except for two that are sitting in a corner, mocking us. <laughs> Books, of course. Need to get more shelves somehow. Uh, Rachel can't really do anything heavy, so that is my job. She is handling it well, but I'm still... I'm, I'm still so taken aback by how limiting this is for her, how much pain she's in, and how we just keep being told it's all fine and normal. Ugh. I'm not that worried, but I feel helpless. I... <clears throat> Those damned stairs. Rachel, you all right, love? Easy. Sit. Oh, thanks. I'm all right, my love. But it's bad today. Good thing Maya was there. <laughs> Couldn't let you go home alone in that state. Thanks, Maya. Anyone want tea? Yes, please. You'll stay, Maya, won't you? Of course. Oh, you got so much unpacked. 
Still those two boxes in the corner, though. <laughs> eh, just throw a blanket over them and call it a sideboard. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> we actually need a sideboard there, don't you think, Jess? Could work. This is rooibos for you, love? Yes, please. What would you like, Maya? Uh, Earl Green, chamomile, jasmine, uh, passion fruit and cream? Ew. <laughs> chamomile, please. <laughs> Coming right up. So, Rachel, are you sure you should still be working full time? The doctor says it's fine. Yeah, but you barely made it home today, and we had to rest three times on our way up the stairs. I... Here, love. Thanks. Here you go. Thanks. Maya's right, my love. Seems it gets harder every day for you. I know. I just... It's so silly. I'm pregnant, not sick. But does it matter why? You are in pain and have a really hard time walking. Go talk to your doctor, Rachel. And stop being so damned stoic. No prize for that, you know? You are right. But I do feel silly. Millions of women are pregnant and manage to get on with their lives as usual right up until they deliver. Suppose I just feel whiny. Like I'm making a fuss. <laughs> you are the least fussy person I've ever met. True. Keep having to force you to let me help you at work. You are obviously having a very different pregnancy to those running around right until the final weeks. And that is all right. I know. Also, who knows how many others are having a hard time just like you. You never see them because they are not running around, right? <laughs> yeah, that actually makes sense. So, you going to talk to your doctor? Maybe your boss, too? I will. All right. Good. Anyone want some cake? I think... Oh! <laughs> I think I've recorded this whole thing for Kat. Hi, Kat. Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's fine. Hello, Kat. All right. Better send this off. Love you, Kat. So, let me tell you about this amazing art project I'm working on. Jess, I'm here. I'm in my tiny box room in Brooklyn. No cockroaches, so all good. <laughs> I started yesterday and I am so excited. The people I'm working with are really energetic and ambitious and I will get to develop my own project in a few months. So different from my old job in London. The pace is much quicker, the bar is higher, and all I have to do is jump. I am so ready for this. Bring it on. <laughs> I feel like... I am finally getting to fly after months and years of being tied down. Oh, Jess, this is the place for me.
I feel so energized just getting on the tube. Uh, sorry, subway, going to work. I'm sure this initial excitement will subside, but for now, I am thrilled to be here. I am so ready to love this job and these people and this city. So that's my update. Let me know what's up with you. Hugs. Hey Emma, Cat here. What's up with you? <laughs> Haven't seen you in a while and I uh, was wondering if you'd like to go for a pint or something someday soon. Maybe bring Claire? And Lee too, if he wants to come. I know Sheeran has left. Sorry I missed her going away party. I um. We had another thing already planned. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Take care, Emma. Let me know. Bye. Right, so... No message from Cat to Jess? I think that's the first. Right, well, we will see what happens next week. I'm off to Rotorua tomorrow, and excited to see all my relatives! Ah, better get some rest. <sighs> Alright, talk to you next week, listeners. Welcome, listeners. It is a beautiful day in Auckland, and I have been outside all day. Fieldwork today. But now I am inside a windowless studio again, talking to you. Had a wonderful time in Rotorua. Wasn't quite as crowded as when I was little though. Most of my cousins have moved away for work or uni, and Aunt Deborah and her family live in Christchurch now. But there's still lots of relatives to meet, and lots of exclamations of how much I've grown up and how English I seem and how I need to eat more, and how come I don't have a partner when I'm so pretty? <laughs> All said with such warmth and care, I don't mind much. As usual, spend most of the time in my grandparents' kitchen, having tea with various relatives. I love that kitchen. Somehow, always feels warm and sunny, and smells of fresh bread. Also did an incredible hike with my aunt Nicola and her sons, my cousins, Caleb and Kieran. Hiking here in New Zealand makes me feel the most Kiwi I ever feel. I love this land and its nature so much. At these moments, I forget all about everything. and want to stay here forever. Of course my grandparents asked about my parents. They know all the facts, and they're sad, but they are also both really pragmatic and were mainly concerned about me. It was nice to be the focus of some grandparent TLC. Okay, time for voicemails, I think. Last week, Maya and Jess worried about Rachel and Kat, and Shirin was happy in New York. Welcome to the year 2000. Cat, haven't heard from you in ages. What's going on? You alright? I've tried emailing too. Please get back to me. 
I am really worried. I am sure it is all fine, but I am so far away and I get so damn worried. You know me. Please. I'm sorry. Alright? I'm sorry I was so critical. I'm sorry if I don't listen well enough. I just... I just need to know you are alright. Because <laughs> in my racing mind, you are lying in a ditch somewhere and I... I can't bear that. Why is it always a ditch? Also, you're in the middle of London. Where would you even find a ditch? <laughs> oh, I need someone friendly to tell me, don't panic. <sighs> Just get back to me, please. I love you so much. Hello, my love. It's Rachel. It's late. The baby woke me up and now I'm wide awake. You're asleep in the other room and I really hope you're getting some rest. I know you worry about me, about the baby, about Bree, about Cat, about your dissertation. And I get it. You have a lot of things to worry about. But you need to also find some rest, some peace, some breathing space, my love. I am so glad to be with you, I am so glad we are together, and I cannot wait to be a parent with you, <laughs> poopy nappies and all, and we will be fine, the baby and I. I may not be walking so well these days, but with shorter work days and working from home a little, I won't have to walk so much, and Bree is thriving at uni, from what I've seen of your dissertation, it is shaping up to be Brilliant! But Cat seems to be in a tough place, so that worry is probably justified. Try not to let it consume you so, love. You cannot rescue someone if they're not ready to be rescued, you know? You can only be there. It's strange to think I haven't met Cat. I so feel like I know her. But someday we will meet. Hopefully when she is much happier than she is now. Ow! Hey baby, stop kicking your mama's bladder, alright? Trying to talk to your other mama. Eventually we need to figure out what the baby will call us, love. We can't both be mamas. Or moms. <laughs> I love you so much. That is all. See you in the morning. Mrs. F Kirsten, it's Jess. I just sent you an email, but had to message you too. I haven't heard from Kat in 11 days, which has never happened before. Please tell me she's been in touch with you. I am, uh, I am just so damned worried. I worry he's done something. Oh, fuck. No. Sorry, didn't mean to curse. Wait, you don't care, do you? Oh, I am all muddled. Just let me know. Email or here. I don't care which. Thank you so much. Big hugs.
Emma, Jess here. Did you get my email? I sent it to you and Claire and Sharon. Not that Sharon is nearby anymore, but at this point, I'm ready to try anything. Have you heard from Kat? She's not been responding to me in 12 days, and I am so fucking worried. I don't know what to do. Please say you've talked to her. Let me know, alright? Thanks, Emma. Love you. Hey, Jess, it's Claire. Got your email. Emma's in Wales, visiting her mum. Not sure she's seen it. Kat is alright, I think. Or she was when I saw her Monday night. We went out for a pint. Her, me, Emma and Lee. Kat's idea. Unusual, but yeah. She didn't talk much, but she seems alright. I suppose that boyfriend of hers is being an asshat again. But yeah, physically, at least, I think she's fine. Right, so, told you that now. Uh, look, Jess, I... I'm so... I never... Didn't mean to call you when I was drunk that time. You never responded. Of course you didn't. I am not... Things aren't that great here in Clareland, and I think that was one of the lower lows. Right. Now you know about cats. Bye. Oh, Jess. I I'm sorry. I'm alive. I'm alright. I didn't mean to make you worry so much. I've had emails and texts from all sorts of people saying I need to get in touch with you. I, I get it. Damn, I, I, I just didn't know how to... I didn't know what to say. I get that you are worried about me and Jono. And yes, you are right, sometimes he doesn't fight fair. But I don't think I'm always fair to him either. And there's always give and take in a relationship, you know? Anyway, I am sorry. Truly. Won't happen again. There might be a reason I was feeling so down. PM fucking S. Not that I realized that's what it was. I I was hoping. But I got my period today. It's uh, it's so hard. Every month I have to hope. I have to believe it will work this time. And then when I get my period, my body fails me. Yet again. My stupid body couldn't keep the baby, and now it seems no new baby either. 
least not this month. Uh, soon we'll have to start all over again with the scheduled sex. And then there are those two torturous weeks of waiting. And I have to hope, right? I have to hope that this time it will work. Fuck, it's so destructive. It's like grieving every month and then forcefully cutting the grieving short and starting to hope again. Only to grieve and then hope. <laughs> and I've only done it for a few months. People do this for years. Yeah. I really hope it's not years for us. Anyway, I do have one <laughs> bright spot in all this misery. Though I'm nervous about it. My EastEnders episode is airing tomorrow. <laughs> Jonas organized a watch party. His friends, basically. Emma and Claire were both busy. It should be fun. I think. I hope. Or else I will be want to hide behind a pillow somewhere. <laughs> we shall see. I'm really excited, of course, and I think I did well, but... You never know how it will turn out. Oh, I will tape it for you and see if I can send it. That's all for today, I think. Sorry again about disappearing on you. It, it wasn't... I didn't mean to. I love you. Oceans and oceans. Hello everyone, I'm back again. What's going on in this episode? I tried to track down that EastEnders episode on YouTube, but I couldn't find it. Maybe one of you will find it. If you do, email me a link please. Next week I will have a guest on the podcast. I will be talking to someone I haven't talked to in a long time. Looking forward to that. Bye for now. Hey listeners. It's Olivia. I am recording this a few days early because exam season is upon us and I have so much revision to do. Term times are different here than I'm used to and we'll be done with this term in mid-November and then I'll go home for Christmas, I suppose. Seems like the house will still be theirs. And that we are doing one last family Christmas together. Or something. I've always loved Christmas. We're not a religious family. But I love finding the right presents for everyone. And making and eating delicious food. And all the beautiful candles. And just how cosy and pretty it is, and the smells. <sighs> but it's Halloween now, and I am way ahead of myself talking about Christmas already. 
Tammy got us invited to a Halloween party next week, so I have to figure out what to wear. Must be easy to acquire and not make me feel stupid. And also not be sexy, especially in that horrible Halloween way. Yeah, not much time with all the revision going on. Tammy is doing something elaborate, I'm sure. She always goes all in. Maybe I'll get her to help me. Yes, that is what I will do. Alright, I promised you a guest today. They will come after the voicemails. So let's get to those, shall we? Last week, Jess was worried about lots of things, and Kat was depressed about getting her period, and also preparing for a watch party for her EastEnders episode. Welcome to the year 2000. Jess, you won't believe this. I can't believe it. But I'm so happy. I'm... I'm engaged. We're engaged. We're getting married. Well, not right away, but we are. Oh, Jess, I wish you were here. I'm so happy. Jonah had planned it as a surprise. After the EastEnders watch party, I will tell you all about that later. He went down on one knee and there was champagne and everything. I... I know I have always said I don't care about getting married, but turns out I really like the idea once I get engaged. <laughs> or maybe once the right person asks me. I always thought if I were to get married it would be one of those quick civil ceremonies just for convenience, but oh Jess, I really needed something fun to happen. Something to think about and plan for when things are hard, you know? And of course you have to be there. Wouldn't dream of getting married without you there. So, I'm not sure what kind of wedding it will be, but you will be my bridesmaid, won't you? Or maid of honor, or whatever it's called. You will stand up there with me and support me, right? <laughs> of course you will. I know that. Just need to plan all this so you can be there, that's all. Oh, shit. Running late for work. My call center shift starts in half an hour. I have to run. Oceans and oceans. Hi, Claire. Jess here. Thank you. I know that wasn't easy for you, and I really appreciate it. I, um, I am sorry you are having a tough time. I hope... Um, I didn't know how to respond to your message. The drunken one, I mean. But, yes, I really am happy. I, uh... And also, yes, you were controlling at times. Very controlling. Didn't see it at the time, really, but yeah. Hearing about Kat's boyfriend, though, compared to him, you were all right. Everything's relative, right? <sighs> Fuck, Claire. You hurt me. You really hurt me. Anyways, 
Thanks for letting me know about Cat. Hey Jess, it's Maya. Yeah, I found my way onto this voicemail thing as well. Bree showed me. Can't let the rest of you have all the fun, can I? Don't see you quite as often these days, so I thought I'd update you a little. First of all, Firewoman is finished. Finally. Still finding beads in every corner, but absolutely worth it. I'm really happy with her. She will be unveiled at Town Hall in about a month. You and Rachel should definitely come. If Rachel can walk, that is. Glad she's working less, but, you know. Rachel won't tell you when it gets too much, so keep an eye on her. And let me know when you need help too, alright? I didn't even know you last year, and now? Couldn't imagine you not being here. Or Bree. Oh, so... I followed your advice and had a talk with one of those course advice people at the university. They were really nice and walked me through all these options. I thought my head was going to explode at one point. But they boiled it down to a few different paths, and I think I have it figured out. Should have been obvious now that I think about it. I'm going to be an art teacher. It's, it's perfect. I love hanging out with kids and teenagers, and I love helping others find ways to be creative. Also, I think kids need teachers who really care, you know? And maybe I can actually help a young person who is having a tough time, letting them express themselves through art. <sighs> yeah. I think this will be just right. So, I'm applying to start this February. And, since I already have a degree, it only takes a year of post-grad. And, I can keep working at the library part-time, so we'll scrape by, Tia and I. That's my news. I finally know what I'm going to be when I grow up. <laughs> have a great day, Jess. I'll see you Saturday. What is that thing you'll say to Kat? Oh, yeah, um... Oceans... Of hugs. <laughs> Cat, holy shit. Uh, congratulations. That is incredible. Of course, I will be there. Wouldn't let you get married without me. I will be there and I will wear whatever hideous dress you choose, and I will make a speech, or not, if you want, and I will help you with whatever you need. I am there. Just tell me when, alright? And I completely get that you need something good to focus on when things are hard, so make plans and look at your ring. Did you get a ring? Not sure you mentioned one. Anyways. Have fun planning, but maybe let it take its time? People plan weddings for years to get them right, so uh, no rush, right? And feel free to throw wedding ideas at me whenever you like. Dearest cat, 
I just want all the good things for you. You know that. And I am so glad you are alright. I was so scared. You know how I get. So, uh... Please don't go radio silent again. Not sure my heart could take it. If I say something that upsets you, let me know. Email me or something, right? I love you so much. I couldn't stand it if you were hurt. So, uh, don't get hurt, my dear. <laughs> Easy. <sighs> Halloween coming up. We are going to a non-Halloween Halloween thing this weekend at the local church. It's a family event. Maya's doing face painting. Guess that's the sort of parties we will be attending these next few years with a kid. Should be fun. I'm probably just grabbing a witch's hat and... Morning, love. Morning. Here? Yeah. <sighs> Tea, please. I'm messaging Cat. You can say hi if you like. Hello, Cat. So glad you're all right. Here you go, love. Ta. I'll just finish up my voicemail. Take your time. I'll sit here and wake up. All right. Hey, Kat. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. Halloween. <laughs> no, it's not your favorite holiday, but hey, maybe you can be the Bride of Frankenstein or something. <laughs> not. But I guess the witches had for me and uh, for you, too. I was going to ask Maya to paint something scary on my belly, but I think that would just freak out the kids. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool, though. Uh, maybe a jack-o'-lantern? Uh, they're not so scary. Better not. Halloween's not so big here, as you know. I know. So looking forward to it. We'll have fun. We will. <clears throat> Better get some breakfast. Sit down. I'll do it. I'm not an invalid. I can still make breakfast. I'm sorry. Don't mean to... It's alright. I just have to do some things for myself. While I still can, anyway. Of course. Just tell me when you feel like being pampered. Alright? Don't worry, love. I will. Good. Time to go, I think. Love you, cat. Ocean. Bye, cat. Thank you so much, Jess, for being there, always there, and for understanding, and for being a bridesmaid, or whatever. <laughs> Though why would I put you in a hideous dress? Is this a Canadian thing? Wouldn't it be better if I put you in something you like? Or better yet, if you choose something you like? And you hate dresses. So that's a no to begin with. <laughs> we will figure all this out. As you said, there's time. You asked about the ring. <laughs> Should have mentioned it, shouldn't I? It is at the Euler's, being resized. It's, um, nice. Oh, I don't know. 
it mainly makes me nervous because it's so expensive. <laughs> have to get over that, don't I? I will. And I'm still not used to Halloween after all these years here. I mean, I love dressing up, but this thing of little kids dressing up as monsters is creepy. Gives me the wiggins. <laughs> Probably because I didn't grow up with it. We dressed up as witches for Easter, though, and went around the neighborhood asking for sweets. Did you ever do that? But we were cute witches, with colorful scarves and rosy cheeks and painted on freckles. <laughs> Not scary at all. Anyway, we're skipping Halloween happily. Jono is away for work. I have to tell you about EastEnders. All in all, I think it turned out pretty good. It's always odd to see yourself on screen, and seeing myself in Albert Square on TV was somehow even stranger than being there filming it. I cringed at some of my lines. I could have delivered them better. But then I always feel that way looking back. And I think the director mostly chose the right takes of me, so that's good. The watch party, though? Mm. There were about 20 people in our living room, and I was feeling really stressed out. Jonah was so proud of me, and everyone was so excited and encouraging, but this is not an uplifting story. And my character spends most of her time on screen either being beaten or crying or in a really bad state post-trauma talking about being beaten and crying. And all these people who don't know me that well were trying to cheer every time I showed up on screen and they couldn't very well cheer at all the misery and it was really uncomfortable. Most people left really quickly after the episode was over, though they said nice things about my performance. So, lesson learned. Watch parties are for comedy or romance, <laughs> not gritty drama. <sighs> after everyone left, of course, Jono got out a bottle of champagne, and I didn't understand what was going on, but yeah, engaged. <laughs> it's funny. I never thought I would get excited about that. My mother was never married, and my friend's parents somewhere, of course, but many weren't, and it really didn't seem to make any difference. But I am excited. I suppose we've already passed my big commitment thing, trying for a baby, and out on this other side. So an engagement and then a wedding feels like a really good idea. Feels like something fun and exciting. Something to be happy about. And that has to be a good thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
Time to go sleep, I think. Oceans of hugs. Right. Hello, Olivia again. Still, no luck finding that EastEnders episode. Answers on a postcard? <laughs> so yesterday I recorded a conversation with my guest. I went to her office at the university here, actually. Any guesses who I'm talking about? Oh, I won't keep you guessing. It's Bree, my wonderful aunt. After the recording ends, we'll go straight into the outro. Talk to you next week. Here we go. Hello, I am here with my Aunt Bree. Hello. You've just come back from a trip, right? That's right. I've been in Arizona working with folks from the Navajo Nation, trying to learn more about their traditional gender roles. I was going to be here and welcome you to Auckland, but the opportunity came up quickly and I had to take it. But you seem to have settled in well. I think so. And now you're back, and we're in your office at the University of Auckland. Full of books and sacks of paper. Are you sure you need all this paper? It is 2020, you know. Mm. Life in academia does seem to involve an unreasonable amount of paper. So, I've filled you in on the podcast via email. And you've listened a little too, I think. Yes, all caught up. Oh, really? Yeah, long flight from Phoenix. Right. And are you okay with it? Yeah. I talked to your mom, too. Could this... I mean, could this be a problem for you? I mean, at work <laughs> and in your research? I'm I'm already out in every possible way, so it's probably held me back some, but I think in the end it's good. I realise we've never talked about this. I mean, you're just my aunt, you know? As I should be. Yeah, but you mean being out has held you back in your career? Definitely. In fact, I was lucky to come to New Zealand. Not sure I would have been able to have a career in academia anywhere else, much less become a professor. Have you heard of Georgina Beyer? No. I only learned of her when I moved here. She was the world's first trans mayor, you know, elected in 1995, and then the world's first trans MP in 2000. A trailblazer in so many ways. Wow. I had no idea. Most people don't. She was, and is, an inspiration to me. Sounds like she'd be an inspiration to anyone. Yeah, and I thought, if she can inspire me, maybe I can inspire someone else. That is wonderful. I... I heard your song in the voicemails. Yeah, I'd almost forgotten about that. It was beautiful. Did you ever think about... Pursuing music instead of social anthropology? Yep, I did. Academia won in the end, though. Why? Ugh. Suits me better. I love writing songs, and I love singing, but... Performing takes a lot out of me. I'm an introvert. I like observing and analyzing. Lecturing is a bit like performing, though, so I haven't completely abandoned that side of things. <laughs> also, I still sing sometimes. Suits me better as a hobby than a career. Makes sense, I suppose. Enough about me. Let's talk about you and your podcast. So you're looking for your bio, Dad. Yes, Mike. Do you... Do you know anything about him? I mean, if you've listened, you know pretty much what I know. The short answer is no. I was there, of course. I mean, Rachel and Jess talked about him a lot, especially early on. 
I know they tried to find him before you were born and when you were little. You think they had given up by the time you moved to the UK. Yeah. Are you angry at them for that? No. I mean... Maybe. Suppose I am a bit. Makes sense. You know... I think they really tried their best. They probably did, still. It shouldn't have been that hard to find him then. Now the trail's gone cold, and I'm not sure it'll work. I think it might have a better chance of success now. Really? After all these years? With the rise of social media and smartphones, finding people has never been easier. What are you going to do once you find him? If I find him, I... I want to talk to him. Get to know him. He is my parent after all. Is he now? But I think you'll find him. And getting to know him is probably a good idea. Go easy with the expectations, though, Liv. I just want to find him. You seem to have some good help with that. And Jess and Rachel, are are you talking to them? Yes, we Skype. They're... They're selling the house. I know. And I'm sorry. Thanks. I... I wish... I wish they'd stay together. I sound like a child. We are all children when relating to our parents. I suppose so. Were you... No, you don't speak to your parents, I'm sorry. Haven't in 20 years. Wanted to talk to you about that, actually. I went to see them last month. You really? Yeah. Thought it was time. Hadn't been in Edmonton since you heard the voicemails. Yeah. Does Mum know? Of course. She wanted me to tell you. So, what did they say? They're old now. In their 70s, and it was so long ago. Still in the same house. That must have been hard. It was, you know. Seeing them was hard, too. So much anger and pain. But it's been 20 years, you know. I wanted to give him a chance. And what happened? I told him about my life, about my work, about Jess, about you, and they... They still can't accept who I am. But, uh, there was a sense of closure for me. Did they know about me? No. Jess can be very... Absolute. More so than I. I think they were sad not to know you. My dad had read one of Jess's novels, but of course her author bios say nothing about her personal life. That's right. They don't. I'm... I've never really felt I was missing out not knowing them. Look, they're the ones missing out, Liv. And if you ever want to reach out to them, you can. I'll support you in that. And I know Jess will too, though it'll be hard for her. But you really don't have to. I will think about that. Thanks for telling me all this, Brie. Of course. And if you think I can be of any help, I am here. I know. You should come have dinner with us soon. Maybe bring your friend? Tell me. That would be lovely. So, maybe this is it for today. Alright. Bye, listeners!
Bye. Hello, Olivia here. Exams are in full swing, so I'll try and keep this brief. Thank you to those who have emailed saying Brie is an inspiration for you. I have sent all of that on to her. And not that anyone's asked, we have settled on our Halloween costumes for Saturday. Tammy's idea is that we are going as audio drama characters. She's borrowing this incredible steampunk dress and top hat from somewhere and is going as Dr. Petronella Sage, a true science pioneer. Also a wonderful time travel show. I am going much more low-key. Tammy found me a turquoise puffy cap and I will be carrying a big matchstick. Really a wooden barbecue skewer with some eyeliner on it and saying, it's not my fault, as much as possible. Any guesses? Olivia from Oz9, of course. A super intelligent AI in a super silly space comedy. Should be fun. Right, time for voicemails. Last week, Kat and Jono got engaged, and I talked to Aunt Bray. Welcome to the year 2000. Hello, Jess. I have started wedding planning a little, and I'm having so much fun. So I'm thinking either here or Trollhättan, of course. Possibly Devon, but Jono says it'll probably end up being a power struggle between his parents, so I guess not. Trollhättan is good because it is small and pretty and relatively inexpensive and near my mother. However, it would mean an expensive flight for almost all the guests. London is good because most of our friends are here and it's easy for people to get to, but also it is ridiculously expensive, of course. We don't have to decide now, but it's fun to think about. Either way, Jono probably leans more towards a big wedding and I'm thinking a smaller one. Got the ring back from the jewelers. I'm wearing it right now. It sparkles. Still makes me nervous though. Suppose I will get used to that. It really is beautiful. We're doing some Guy Fawkes thing on Sunday. Not a big fan of standing around freezing next to a bonfire looking forward to the fireworks. Oh, I do love fireworks. Remember the New Year's displays? Everyone trying to outdo themselves to celebrate the new millennium? It really was amazing. Can't believe that was the last time I saw you. Or not last, I hope. Latest? <laughs> anyway, so much has happened. In some ways, I feel like a different person now. I think it's... Dad? In here! What are you up to, sweetheart? Just voicemailing Jess. I'll be done in a minute. All right. Hello, Jess. You must have heard our news by now. <laughs> she has. I was just telling her about our various wedding location ideas. What ideas, sweetie? Oh, the pros and cons of Trollhättan and London, and that it probably won't be Devon. Oh, sweetheart, we decided on London yesterday. 
did we? No, we... <laughs> You're being silly, Cat. We definitely didn't decide. You're muddling things up, sweetie. You know how you get. Yeah. No, <laughs> it wasn't... Why do you do this? Do what? I'm just trying to help you. Um... All right. Uh, but London is so expensive, sweetie. I can afford it. Only the best for my girl. Mm. Yeah, but still, I'm not earning that much, and this apartment's pretty expensive. So Don't worry your sweet head over money. I have it covered. That's great. But I still want to contribute, you know. I said I have it covered. I know. But I never have any money. I, I thought it would be nice if I could... Money? You want money! Here you go. Take it and shut up. What? I... You... I am going out. Jono! <laughs> Hello, this is Olivia editing. I cut the short. There was another 20 minutes or so of intermittent crying. Nothing else happened, so I cut it out. All right? Next voicemail. Hey, Kat. You alright? I heard your fight, but you know that. I'm sorry this keeps happening. I mean, I'm so sorry you keep having to live through it. I don't like listening, of course, but it doesn't matter. I'm not the one getting yelled at. Fuck, Kat, hearing you crying, it... It breaks my heart. I'm here if you want to talk about it. And if you don't, <laughs> I'm here either way. All right? All right. <sighs> what else can I tell you? We had a good time at the Halloween thing. Uh, wasn't a big deal, just kids running around and parents sitting around chatting and drinking tea. But it was nice, and we got to talking to some friendly people. And Maya did wonderful face paintings. Creepy and spooky, of course, but also animals and fairies and whatever the kids wanted. One little boy asked for a spider on one cheek and a pink heart on the other. He was so proud, showing it off to everyone. It was adorable. One mom, though... She looked at us, and saw Rachel's belly, of course, and said in this weird sort of hollow voice, Life will never be the same. Enjoy it while you can. And then she just got up and left. <laughs> that was the real Halloween scare, let me tell you. And it's silly. Of course we know life will never be the same, but... She seemed to be implying that life as we know it would disappear forever, and that can't be right either. I mean, we'll still be us, and have our friends, and our jobs, and our hopes and dreams, and everything. We'll just also have a child to love, and teach, and learn from, and protect, and share all of these wonderful things with. And yes, I get that our priorities might change, but... They might do that anyway, for other reasons. The more I think about it, the more it makes me angry. What was the point of that? 
Seems like parents think they belong to this very exclusive club and no one who isn't a parent could possibly understand. Ugh. They're like the smug marrieds in Bridget Jones, only much smugger. You will tell me if I start doing this, right? Don't want to be one of those. Um... Apart from that, we are staying in. A lot. <laughs> I'm writing, and Rachel is working from home and resting. It's nice. Cozy. She seems better now. She doesn't have to be out and about as much. Maya and Tia and Bree have been over quite a bit, you know, cooking, talking, drinking lots of tea. Uh, oh, yeah. Ah, uh, Bree has... Uh, there's this guy who hangs around the cafe who's been turning up outside her house. In the grocery store, uh, way too many places to be a coincidence. She's not too bothered yet, he's kept his distance, but definitely something to watch out for. We shall see. I should go to bed. You take good care of my friend Cat, alright? Love you. Oh, Jess. Here we go again. This will be short. I'm tired. We made up. Always do. As you know. Don't know what else to say about it. We are going to see Pergint at the Olivier tonight. I'm thrilled. It is theater, of course. But I didn't choose it. That play has always annoyed me. I know it's Ibsen and I should be on board for Nordic classics, but this stupid man who just keeps running away from his problems? <laughs> oh well. Maybe it's a really good production that will convert me to the play's merits. And uh, then we are back in scheduled sex territory this week, so... <sighs> I always thought trying for a baby would be fun and exciting, but this is just stressful. Thank you for being there. I will take care. You too, okay? Oceans. Hi, Sharon. It's Jess. Sorry it took me a while to respond. Again. <laughs> I'm so happy everything is good. I could feel your excitement just from your voice. I hope everything continues to be good at your new job. It sounds wonderful. And I hope you find some... Oh, sorry, Sharon. Uh, it's Rachel. I'll just get this real quick. Hello, love. I... You're what? I'll be right there. I love you. Sharon, I'm so sorry. Rachel's in hospital. Something's happened. I have to go. I will email. Wow. If I didn't know I am sitting right here, I'd be really worried right now. But I am sitting here. And my mama, Rachel, is fine too. I Skyped with her yesterday. So don't worry too much, listeners. Right. 
I have to get back to my revising. Exams are still happening, and I have to make time for that Halloween party. Happy Halloween to those who celebrate, and happy October to everyone else. Talk to you next week. I have news. Very, very exciting news. However, I am going to make you wait until after the voicemails to tell you. (laughs) But they seem to be quite short this week. I will tell you that I am talking to an exciting guest at the end of the show, so make sure you stick around for that. Right. Last week, Kat and Jonu argued, again, and Rachel was in hospital. Welcome to the year 2000. Jess, got your email. When you have a minute, please let me know what's going on. On here or email, I don't care. You said it's not critical, but that's all I know. I'm worried. And I'm crossing every finger and toe that Rachel and the baby are fine and this is all just a scare. Okay? I love you so much. Kat, it's all right. (laughs) At least for now. They've put Rachel on bed rest. That means she has to stop working entirely until the baby comes. So that's another uh, two months. She's going to stay in hospital for observation for a few days, but after that, she can hopefully come home. (sighs) I think I haven't taken a deep breath in two days. They think it will be fine as long as she rests. Oh, Kat. I thought... For a moment there, I thought I might lose them both, and I... Just the thought of it was like I was in free fall. Still is. But all will be fine. Oh, God. Loving this much opens up for so much potential pain. Yeah. Getting dizzy here for a minute. Whoa. Slowing down. I'm alright, thanks. (laughs) Sitting down. Guess I haven't been eating much lately. Other things to think about. Other things going on. Uh, (sighs) Bree is meeting me later to drag me out for dinner. (laughs) She knows me so well. She's been here much more than she should these past few days. She has exams coming up, but she doesn't seem worried, so I think she'll be fine. I'd better get back to Rachel. Um, Might keep you updated through email this week. (laughs) Hard to find a quiet spot in the hospital for voicemail recording. Thank you for being there. I miss you. I love you. Oceans and oceans. Oh, Jess, I'm so relieved. Thanks for letting me know. Give Rachel a hug for me, okay? I know we've never met, but I feel like we have. 
Of course, email is fine. Whatever works for you. And, and take care of yourself, please. You won't be any use to Rachel if you faint from hunger and exhaustion, okay? I'm, uh, walking along the south bank. <laughs> Should be at work, but skipped it today. Needed some breathing space. It's cold, but, uh, still nice, somehow. Hardly anyone else out in the middle of the day. I spent the morning in Tate Modern. I really love that all the museums are free. They have such wacky art installations. I spent about 20 minutes all alone in a dark room watching a video performance where a man was standing on Hampstead Heat, inhaling helium gas from balloons and singing, There's a God for little children. <laughs> it was hilarious. I love when art doesn't take itself too seriously. Suppose I needed to laugh. I know I shouldn't skip work. Means even less money. There never seems to be any time to think, that's all. I keep running and running faster and faster and... Yeah, I've been doing this sometimes just to get some space for me. There's a cinema just off Leicester Square that shows matinees for only a pound. You know where we went to sing along Sound of Music? Finally got to see Billy Elliot there the other day. Loved sitting there in the dark with no one knowing where I was. There was hardly anyone else there. Felt like it was just for me. And I've been going around the National Portrait Gallery a few times too. Ugh, Jess, what is happening with me? I don't recognize myself. I don't, I'm not, my reaction to things, I I feel like I'm not there. It's hard to explain. I should be getting home. It's supposed to be done at work in a bit, and it's a long walk from here to Shock Farm. Yeah, I'm saving on bus fares again. I'm walking whenever the weather is okay. Good exercise, really. Take care, my dear. I love you. Hello again. I am back. And very soon, I'll be talking to Cassandra again. She's found Mike. I am so excited and nervous. I don't quite know what to do with myself. So, over to Cassie. Hang on while I connect. Cassie? I can see you, but I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, turn on the mic uh, down to your left. Yeah, down there.
I don't know if that... That works. Hello. <laughs> Olivia. Hello. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have practiced that. Yeah, but more exciting this way. Also, there wasn't time. We only decided this about an hour ago. True. So, so I let me only tell you what, what I found out. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. From the beginning, please. So I told you Charlene and I had got as far as Melbourne, right? Yes. And I realise I've been mispronouncing Melbourne up until now. Sorry about that. <laughs> Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs> All right. Well, we started writing to all the libraries in Melbourne, explaining that we were looking for Mike and describing what we knew. Didn't say anything about you, of course, just that someone was keen to get hold of him. Of course, in 20 years, staff changes a lot, so for some of them, we got the response back that there was no one left who had been working there in 2000. But one librarian at the North Melbourne Library recalled that there had been a mic working briefly at the State Library around that time. She, her name is Jane, tried to get in touch with a retired colleague of hers called Ian. Now, Ian was on an extended holiday in Indonesia at this time. Lovely country, Indonesia. I remember... So, I guess Ian came back? <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Ian came back to Melbourne a few days ago and got Jane's message. He remembered Mike well. Turns out they used to volunteer at the same homeless shelter even after Mike had quit working at the library. So, they knew each other quite well and they kept in touch. And he knew Mike's full name. Turns out it's John Michael Wilson. John is what messed up all our searches. Wow. After that, it was easy. He lives outside Melbourne in the Dandenongs. I'll send you all the contact info. I. He. We. You found him. We did. I, I can't believe it. After all this time. I can imagine. Must be a lot to take in all at once. Yeah, I can... Do you have his email address? Yes, just emailed you everything. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cassie. Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. So, what is your next step? I... I'm going to email Mike. I never thought I'd get there. Now you are. I'll let you get on with it. Yes. Thank you. You've been such a help. No worries. Let me know how it goes. I will. And I'll let the listeners know too. Bye, Cassie. Thanks again. Take care, Olivia. Bye. Hello, everyone. Olivia here. I had my last exam yesterday, and the term's ending. It is almost summer, and it is glorious. Tammy and I have some fun trips planned before we head back to winter and the Northern Hemisphere in a few weeks. I... After the voicemails, I will be speaking to... someone. I'm pretty sure you can guess who. I... I feel like I would jinx it if I said his name. Silly, I, I know. There have been some emails back and forth, and yeah, it's all very exciting, but right now, I am so nervous, I just feel nauseous. <sighs> Better get to it. Last week, Rachel was put on bed rest, Jess forgot to eat, Kat skipped work, and I talked to Cassie and got those 
long-awaited contact details. Welcome to the year 2000. Hey Jess, good to hear Rachel is doing better. It must be really hard for her not to be allowed to do anything. Jono and I had a bit of a strange evening yesterday, <laughs> or I did, mostly. We were at the Soho Itsu. You know, I love the conveyor belt sushi and the drinks robot. <laughs> Just such fun, plus really tasty. Anyway, we were there with a big group, as always, and all of a sudden, Jono's ex shows up, Louise. She's there with her boyfriend. <laughs> it's awkward, of course. Don't think they've seen much of each other since they broke up. And also for me. I have been so jealous that it was almost unreal to meet her and see her as an actual person. But it was brief and they went to their own table, of course. Before we left, though, I went to the loo and Louise was there. I'm not sure, but it was almost as though she had been waiting for me. We said awkward hellos, and then she said, If you ever need to talk, let me know. And I said, Okay, thanks. And then she said quickly, It's not you, you know. It's him. Remember that. And then she left. I... I didn't tell Jono. I mean, why would I? But I think she was trying to support me somehow. And that's nice, I suppose. It was just so strange. I mean, she has no reason to. What am I to her, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, what else? Um... We're going to Barcelona over Christmas. <laughs> My mother will be disappointed, but it's actually nice to not have to figure out if we should go to Sweden or Devon, and if Devon, who we should stay with. <laughs> Barcelona will be nice and tension-free, I hope. Plus, it's a little warmer there than here, and lovely food and shopping. Should be good. I Number withheld. I should get that. Hang on. Hello? Uh, okay. Yes. Hello. Oh. Yes. Absolutely. That would be great. <laughs> I, I would love to. Okay. Yes. Uh, Thursday... Let me check my calendar. Yes, <laughs> that works. <laughs> uh, see you Thursday. Okay, thanks. Jess, <laughs> I have an audition for doctors. <laughs> they saw me on EastEnders. Isn't that amazing? It's a recurring role for a couple of episodes. They're sending me a script. Oh, this is so cool. Uh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Q. 
Keep your fingers crossed on Thursday afternoon. I should go. Take care of yourself and of Rachel, and let me know when you are both home again. Oceans and oceans. Jess, so I'm in this program. There's a whole lot of shite about gods or a higher power been questioning that, let me tell you. Yeah, I've been going through all these steps and it's been helpful, I think. All kinds of steps and one of the steps is making amends. <laughs> That's the one I'm on don't even know what that means, really. Make amends. To add something at the end. An amendment. My first amendment rights. Or yours, I suppose. It's clear. Did I say that? Probably did. Yeah, so, right. Making amends. Look, I... You... Oh, this would be so much easier if I was drunk. Look, I know I hurt you. I never meant to. It just sort of happened with Rose. I mean, I knew it would hurt you a lot, so I didn't tell you. And then it happened again, and I didn't tell you again. And then... I could feel you drifting away from me, you know? I knew you were thinking of moving away from acting, of doing a master's somewhere. I feel like I... Like I wasn't enough for you anymore. Like you were gonna move on to bigger and better. And you did. <laughs> Much better than me. I am sure. Rose was... There. Awful thing to say, right? I hurt her too. Next on my list of amends. Ugh, I buggered it all up. Buggering it all up. A classic Claire story. I should have told you about Rose. I was... I couldn't bear it. Your pain. Disappointment. So I let you find out later when I didn't have to see it. That was really shitty. So I'm trying to say I am... Yeah. About all of it. And if there's anything I can do to make amends, I suppose, you'll let me know, right? I am working on being better, kinder, more like you really, <laughs> don't get smug now. Take care Jess, bye. Hi Kat, that is so exciting, I am sending every good vibe your way for the audition today. I know you will be fantastic. 
So, Doctors is that new show, right? I haven't seen it, of course, but anything TV would be great for your career. You are getting there, Kat. That door you were talking about is opening. And even if you don't get it, it's still a really good sign that they called you. I am so happy for you. <sighs> Rachel and I are both home. She doesn't literally have to stay in bed all day. She can move around a little. But she is mainly going from bed to couch and back again. And the doctors seem confident that as long as she keeps doing that, all will be well. She is, uh, wonderful. You'd expect her to be cranky about all this, and yes, of course she snaps sometimes. She's only human. But generally, she's taking it as it comes and keeping her spirits up. She's taken up crocheting. She'd never done it before Maya is teaching her. But she's great at it. I would probably just get frustrated at having to keep track and count and make sure the yarn doesn't tangle, but she's already made a hat for the baby. It is adorable. Speaking of baby gear, uh, we are finally biting the bullet and getting some. Uh, we wanted to wait. Uh, no, uh, I wanted to wait. Felt like jinxing it somehow. But we can't wait forever, so here we are. I am picking up a crib today. I'm getting it used, but it is unassembled, so Maya's coming over to help me put it together. <laughs> that is such a dad thing to be doing, right? Assembling a crib. <laughs> Assembling a crib and being bad at it. <laughs> a ready-made joke right there. But this dad has friends to help, thank goodness. Let's see, have you been keeping up with the Lord of the Rings news? They're filming in New Zealand, uh, you probably know that, and every so often the papers are full of some story about the filming, mainly about the impact on the environment, which I hope they address, but I'm even more interested in the movies themselves. If I still wanted to be an actor, I would definitely try to get in there as an extra, just to see what's going on. But I am way too busy. <laughs> I have to take care of Rachel and prepare for baby, but... Also, I am writing. <laughs> Thanks for your last revision feedback, as always. You know just how to push me in the direction I need to go. I'm on the final stretch. Everything is there in place. I just need to make sure it all fits and makes sense and do some polishing. And then I'll be done. It's been such a long writing project that I can't believe it's almost over. Longest writing project ever for me. First of many, I hope. I'm, uh, I'm sending the screenplay off to some producers. <laughs> Feels completely nerve-wracking, but how else am I going to know if anyone likes it? Eek! Anyways, <laughs> uh, Claire left me a message again. It was, um, uh, she apologized. Without actually saying she was sorry, typical Claire style, it was hard to listen to. Also good. The only thing... Um, she seems to be in a 12-step program of some kind. I never realized, but she must be dealing with a drinking problem? Have you heard anything about this? You've seen her more recently than I have. Of course, she was always a bit weird about alcohol and always got very drunk, but didn't suspect that it was a serious problem. Could have escalated while she was with Rose, I guess. 
Rose always was a partier. I don't know. But if she is getting support, that is great. I'll email her. I'd better go, my dear. Let me know how your audition goes. So exciting. I love you. I'm back and I am talking to Mike. I'm calling him right now. Uh, hello? Uh, hello, uh, Olivia? Hello. Uh, How nice are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, it's fine. Um, so you agreed for me to record this, but just let me know if you want me to cut anything out. Look, I'm sure it's alright. It's nice to hear your voice. Yours too? Yeah. So we've emailed, but I have so many questions. Of course. I do too, but you go first. Did you... did you know about me? No. Not until you emailed. I had no idea. I would have, I don't know, tried to be involved somehow. Right, that's nice. Oh, I don't know what to say. Hey, hey, it's all right. This, this can't be easy for you. Yeah. Shall I just talk a bit? Yes, please. Well, um, I live outside Melbourne, as you know, in the Dandenongs, in a suburb called Alinda, in a house with Scott. Uh, we've been together about 11 years at this point. <laughs> like an old married couple, actually. Not that we've got around to getting married yet. Um, maybe one day, if we can get our heads together to organise it. Um, I'm a social worker. I work in a hospital, mainly with families and young folk. Um, Scott is a PE teacher. Uh, we have two dogs. Uh, Charlie is a golden retriever, and Gus is a blue healer. You like dogs? I do. Never had one, though. Mum is allergic. Ah, oh, that's a shame. You might... You could get one now that you're all grown up if you wanted. Yeah. Maybe I could. Need to figure out where I'm going to live first, I suppose. You're in Auckland, right? Yes, but only until June next year. Exchange student. Exchange? From where? Birmingham, England. I grew up mostly in the UK. Oh, I never... I thought you grew up in Auckland. That explains your accent, but... Wait. You're... Rachel's Kiwi, right? But... Your other mum. Oh, so she is British. Yes, she's Canadian. That... <laughs> oh, oh, my head's spinning now. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty confusing when you think about it. I... I made a list. Things I wanted to ask you. That is wonderfully organised. Alright, go for it. Having a list made me feel less nervous. Alright. Do you have any children? Apart from you? No. Did you ever want any? We talked about it, um, and we never decided against it. More like, I don't think either of us were too keen on the chaos of babies. Plus, we both meet so many young folk through our jobs that maybe you felt we could do more good that way. Not that we ever talked about it like that. Also, for us to become parents, there would be a fair bit of admin involved, which is not our strong suit. We haven't even managed to get married, and it's been legal in Australia for three years. Sounds like you're happy together. We are. And... Are you happy? That's a big question. Um, yes. I love my work, and we, we have a great group of friends. 
Scott and I are at that point where we've worn down each other's rough edges a bit, you know. We're very comfortable. I spend a lot of time outdoors, in the yard, or walking the dogs. What what do you do for fun? Well, there's this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I love being outdoors too. I've been on some incredible hikes here in New Zealand. You should come to Melbourne. Great. I mean, if you want, you'd be very welcome to come visit. I know it's a fair distance, but... I... Really? Yeah, really. I think I'd like that. We're... My friend Tammy and I are flying home mid-December. I haven't booked my ticket yet. Maybe if you want? Sure. Just let me know. And you are both welcome, if you like. Thank you. I'll save my questions for when we can talk face-to-face, I think. Alright. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So am I. Is this... Shall we stop here for today? Alright. Nice talking to you, Olivia. You too. I'll email you. Great. Alright. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was Mike. He was nice. And I am going to visit him, hopefully. Him and Scott and the dogs. Yeah, I have to go find Tammy and figure out flights. Talk to you next week, listeners. And thank you, all of you who try to help me find him. I can't respond to every email, but I do read them all. And your support through this has been absolutely brilliant. Especially thank you to Cassie, of course, and Charlene for spending so much energy trying to help this strange girl from a podcast. You really are incredible. Thank you so, so much. Hello, listeners. It is a beautiful day here in Auckland. Tammy is with me today. Oh! And we are heading out on a road trip after this with Holly and Kai. Yes, we're going to Hobbiton. You've been talking about this since we got here. I have. I can't wait. I'm excited too. It's a tour of Hobbiton from all the films. And someone said there is sheep shearing at the end, which I don't quite understand. Yeah, that part's a bit odd. But we're going to see the tree, Frodo's and Bilbo's tree. That makes me so happy. But first, we do have a podcast to record. Oh, do we have to? Yes, we do. And we have something to tell the listeners, right? Yes. We're going to stop over in Melbourne on our way home. Yes. I'm nervous. Thanks for coming with me, Tammy. Of course. And I'll help with the tech stuff. I have got better at that, but I'm glad you're handling it this time. Right. Let's get to the voicemails. Last week, Kat was excited about an audition, Jess bought a crib, and I talked to Mike. Want to say it, Tammy? Yes. Welcome to the year 2000. Hey, Kat. Hope everything's good. Still furiously working on my dissertation. The screenplay part is done. I can't fiddle with it anymore, or I think I'll ruin it. But the other part? I just read some new research that I have to incorporate into the theory, so I have some reworking to do, but it is coming along. We managed to get the crib set up last week. I say we, but mainly Maya. I mostly made tea. (laughs) We also got some impossibly tiny baby clothes. Uh, Rachel is crocheting away, so... We have loads of little hats and cardigans and booties. 
but we got some onesies, stuff like that. Rachel's dad is coming tomorrow to visit for a few days and help out with some more baby prep. He is a really good cook, and he's offered to make some big batches and fill our freezer. Really looking forward to that. Bree, Maya, and Tia come over a lot and cook or bring leftovers, but even the most dedicated friends can't provide every single meal, so we have been depending on my cooking skills for those days. Uh, let's just say there's been a lot of sandwiches. I'd get takeout, but we are trying to live cheaply, so sandwiches it is, but not much longer, thankfully. There. Thought you were taking a nap, love. Couldn't sleep. Thoughts swirling around. It's all right. Come talk to me? Of course. What's up? I've been thinking about what the baby should call us. Oh yeah, we were going to figure that out. Other friends who have had babies have gone with their names. Or mum and mummy and variations of that. Or just let the kid figure it out. That seems confusing though. Yeah, that's probably not for us. Though, whatever we decide, the kid might decide something different, you know? <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Look, the baby is hiccuping again. <laughs> that is equal parts adorable and disturbing. Still can't believe baby hiccups make your belly visibly move. It's a little alien, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Our little alien baby. I love you. Both of you. <laughs> I love you too. So what do you think? You a mummy? Or just Jess? Hmm. I don't know. I always called my mother Mama. That's nice. My mom was a mom. Uh, not sure I'd want to link this to her. Do not want to emulate her parenting. Of course not. And you won't. Mummy? Not feeling like a mommy. Mummy. The mummy returns. <laughs> All right. I know. You can be mum. 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 Yeah, I like that. Good. That's settled. At least we know where to start. Not sure where we'll end up. <laughs> the kid will probably call us both zombie or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they do, we'll wear that name with pride. We absolutely will. Uh, I'm gonna go write somewhere. You want anything? I'm good. I'll watch TV for a bit. And that's why Frosty Cakes will astonish your friends every time. Delicious cakes. That's cat! Rumptious frosting. What? Frosty. Bake someone happy. That was cat, the commercial. Oh, wow, now that is one. great. The six o'clock news. And, and she must have heard it. Cat, did you hear that? That was you. Your voice coming all the way over here. I've only heard it once since the first time, and I've been trying to catch it so Rachel could hear your voice. That was really cool, Cat. <laughs> well, she is a really cool cat. I should really go right now. Let me know what's up with you, Cat. How was the audition? Love you. Oceans of hugs. Bye, Cat. Could you get my crochet? Oh, Jess. I'm out walking around the city instead of working again. I really couldn't face it today. I... Uh, I got my period today. 
it was almost a week late, and I, I thought it had worked this time. Of course I thought that. I was going to buy a pregnancy test today. I was saving it. I was so sure, Jess. How am I supposed to do this? Months and months of hoping and dreaming and all those hopes just washed away by stupid blood. Every single month reliving the miscarriage. Why can't my body do this? What am I doing wrong? around in the daytime. I have more bad news. I didn't get the part in doctors. I know they auditioned a handful of people and I am sure whoever got it was a better fit or whatever, but it doesn't help. I liked that part. And I felt like I did a good job. Sometimes when I audition, I don't feel it, you know? Like, I'd be surprised if they cast me because I'm so clearly not right for this. And then sometimes it all flows and I connect with a character and I feel, yes, this is working. This was one of those times. Anyway, hard day today. Thus, steps of St. Paul's. Getting really cold though. I should get walking again so I, I don't freeze to this spot. I, I loved hearing you and Rachel discuss what the baby will call you. You really are lovely together. And you heard my TV ad. I heard my TV ad. That was amazing. <laughs> also, yeah, uh, yes, Claire. Last few times I've seen her have been down the pub and Yes, she has gotten very, very drunk, very, very quickly. Don't think she used to do that. No, she definitely didn't used to do that. But she was always a loud party person who liked drinking, so I guess I didn't really clock the difference. I knew she wasn't happy, so... Yeah... But if she's getting help, that's good. 
I feel better. Always feel better talking to you. Might head across to Tate Modern to warm up. Now, if only the Millennium Bridge was open, I could use that, but who knows when they'll open that back up. I didn't try it before it closed, but people said it was swaying a lot, which is not what you want a bridge to do. Anyway, I'll go the long way around. Plenty of time. I love you. Oceans of hugs. And we're back. Hello. Hello. Cat seems unhappy again. Keep waiting for her to catch a break, you know? Yes. I have to keep reminding myself she's okay now. Oh, I'm... My parents were sweet, though. Yes, they seem so great together. <sighs> yeah, that's... That's why it's so hard. Oh, I'm sorry, of course. How... I mean, what's happening when you go home? Well, they're having trouble selling the house, so we'll all have Christmas there. All three of you? Yeah. They're not angry or anything, they just don't want to stay together. Let's talk about something else. Alright, we're off to Hobbiton in a minute. Yes, we definitely are. And it will be fun! Yes, I'm so excited. Me too. Time to wrap this up? Yes. Bye! Bye! Hello listeners, this week we have a content warning for emotional and sexual abuse. We have a resource page on the website where we've tried to list as many hotlines, info pages and support things we could find. So if you feel like you need any resources like that, please go to y2kpod.com resources and hopefully you'll find it there. Please take care of yourself and if you need to, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Hello listeners, I am all done with uni and I passed all my exams. So now, it's the summer holidays. Except once, I go ho- I go home. It'll be winter. <sighs> yeah. But it will not be all cold and dark. It will also be fairy lights, Christmas trees and wrapping presents. So, not all bad. We had a lovely time in Hobbiton. Holly knows someone with connections, so we got discounted tickets. Which was lucky, as they are so expensive. $84 for one person? New Zealand dollars, of course, but still. No sheep shearing. Whoever said that must have gone a while back. They told us they stopped doing that years ago. But we got to see Bilbo's hobbit hole. Well, his door, really. And Sam's. And the clearing with that big, beautiful tree. Apparently, that was central when they were location scouting for the film, finding the right tree. It really was magical. Time for some voicemails, right? Last week, Kat was feeling awful on the steps of St Paul's, and Rachel and Jess were figuring out what I should call them. Welcome to the year 2000. Hello Jess, some good news today, <laughs> I have an agent, or <laughs> a new one, but my old one as you know was pretty useless, so I am very excited, and they approached me, which feels good. Also they have already set me up for an audition next week, it's for a TV ad, so not terribly exciting, 
but still, didn't have to hunt it down myself. I'm sorry I keep being so damn miserable all the time. I'm... I'm a little better today. I even went to work. So that's good. Jono's at a gig. Uh, I don't know when he'll be home. I should have joined him, really. I, I was just so tired. How can I be so tired all the time? I don't know. Maybe it's... Cat! Where are you? In here. Recording. Come in here. Jono, what's going on? Gig was shite. What happened? What do you care? You weren't even there. Of course I care. Why would you... If you cared, you would have come. That's not... I am so fucking tired of you and your fucking excuses! What? Shut the fuck up! You like that, don't you? You like being told what to do. Oh, come on, cat. I'm trying to make it all better. I I'm not. I'm still on my period. That is not a problem, sweetie. Cat, you are right. I am so sorry. Does... Does that happen a lot? Because I'm thinking maybe if it does, it could feel normal for you, maybe? But from the outside, can I just tell you, that is not normal. He shouldn't scream at you, and he definitely shouldn't force you into sex you do not want. That is bad. I think, um, you need to... Uh, this is not good for you. Can I help you with anything? Can I call anyone? You know Sharon would probably let you stay in her room if you need to get away for a bit, right? Maybe uh, take a break? You know what? I'm going to email Sharon today and check that, just in case, if you need it. And if you don't need it, great. <sighs> right. I should be writing. <laughs> I always say that, don't I? Handing it in next week, so after that you won't have to hear it again. Till I start the next project, of course. Rachel is resting. Pretty much always is these days. Still keeping her spirits up to an amazing degree, and when she doesn't, it's pretty easy to forgive her. I mean, I'd be in such a foul mood in her shoes. Uh, her compression socks, more like. We just have to make sure she and the baby are all right until due date, or right before, January 14. 
Our baby will be born in 2001. <laughs> no space odyssey, though. Maybe when they're grown up. Who knows what the world will be like then. Oh, cat, it's all so abstract. I'm so wrapped up with taking care of Rachel and finishing this damn dissertation that I hardly think about the baby and they will be here in six weeks? <laughs> that is nuts. I... Bree, Maya! I know we're early. Sorry. No worries, you're always welcome. Here. Thank you so much, Sib. Oh, you brought your guitar. Yeah, came straight from work. Come say hello. Yes, go say hi to Rachel and let me finish my voicemail. Hi, Cat. Hello, Cat. Right, where oh, was hi. I? How are you doing Can't today? Can't remember. All right. Um. <laughs> Good. Tell me everything you've been up to. I've been at Town Hall seeing them winch up my firewoman to suspend her from the ceiling. It was completely nerve-wracking, but now she is in place for I tomorrow. I think we've gotten everything together for the baby. And Rachel's dad has packed our freezer with delicious meals. I wish I could go. This is such a big thing for you. I can't believe I won't be there. I know. It sucks. We'll take lots of pictures. He said Thank all you. we'll need in the first few months is towels, onesies, and a big pile of diapers. Although he said nappies, of course. And those I know we have. And Rachel's parents should know they have loads of kids and grandkids. In just a few months, you'll be able to see her yourself. She'll be there permanently. Six weeks. Six weeks. Counting down. <sighs> My Distract parents... Me. What else is happening? They won't ever be grandparents, I suppose. Or, uh, technically they will, but... I will not reach out. They have had so many chances, and I am, uh, I have enough with everything else, I, uh... I've forgotten all the excitement. I've been accepted to the teaching post-grad. <laughs> that is wonderful! Oh, congratulations! Maya, that is great! Congratulations! Thanks. I'm a little nervous. You'll be fine. You want to come in here, love, or stay in bed? Sofa, please. Want anything? Water? That'd be good. Bree? Maya? I'm good. I'm okay. How about you, Bree? What's going on with you? I'm working full-time at the cafe now school is done, so Jerry's traveling. My stalker guy has disappeared. Really? That's great. I can't be sure, but I think he's transferred his attentions elsewhere. It wasn't dangerous, I think. It's just creepy. Guess he got tired of getting ignored. Yeah. I hate that you had to deal with that. Huh. I manage. Actually, I wrote a new song yesterday. You want to tell us about it? It's called Maladaptive Daydream. I can play it for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fetishized fixation I don't 
my most disjointed voicemail yet, but you got to hear Bree's song, and uh, I love you. I want you to be happy. Oceans of hearts. Hey, Sib, where do you keep the... Hey, Jess. Didn't mean for you to hear that. As usual. I just, I get distracted, you know, forget you're there, but that's, yeah, it happens. I should have gone with him to that gig. <laughs> it was nice hearing Bree's new song. She's really good. Much better than Jono's shitty band. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said that. Forget I said that. Uh, they're good. Bree just makes my kind of songs, I guess. I will be fine, Jess. Promise. Everything is a bit stressful right now, with trying to get pregnant and wedding planning... And Jono's stress at work. And there's some conflict in his band. The lead singer wants to quit, apparently. It will all calm down soon, I'm sure. Uh, I should go. Jono will be home soon. Oceans and oceans. 
Hello again, I'm back. So that was really horrible. I can't... Why would Kat stay with him? Why did she? I get that he's manipulating her, but... Yeah, ha. Anyway, I am going to sign off now so I can go enjoy the beautiful sunshine. Tammy and I are heading to the beach, to Mission Bay this time. Haven't been yet, but it's a glorious day and it's bound to be beautiful. Just have to make sure I get some more sun cream on the way. I've run out and I burn really easily. Talk to you next week. So, this week we have content warnings for emotional abuse and homophobia. We have a resource page on the website where we have tried to list as many hotlines, info pages and support things we could find. So if you feel you need any resources like that, go to y2kpod.com resources and hopefully you'll find it there. Please take care of yourself. And if you need to, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Hello listeners, Olivia here, making the most of summertime before travelling to colder climes next week. We had a great time in Mission Bay last week. Actually, went again yesterday and rented some sea kayaks. It was great fun, but today my arms really hurt. I have also emailed with Mike, and all is arranged for our visit next week. Tammy and I were flying via Melbourne anyway, so we could book a 20-hour layover. One of those nightmare bookings that people really try to avoid. I am nervous. Really nervous. But I am sure it will all be great. So, last week, Chono was awful again and Brie played a song. Welcome to the year 2000. Jess? Hello? So, I was talking to my mother just now, and she asked me what I wanted for Christmas. We won't see each other this year, as you know. Jono and I are going to Barcelona. She'll be here for a conference in February, so we'll be all right, I think. So, uh, we were talking about things that could either be easily sent or that we could pay for. And then, all of a sudden, she says, do you want to visit Jess in New Zealand? And I was like, yeah, of course, if it wasn't so expensive, thinking she was joking, but no joke. She's actually willing to pay for a plane ticket to Auckland, which is amazing. So, can I come? I'll know you'll have a new baby to take care of, and I promise I'll help as much as I can, and I won't be in the way. I just really, really like to see you. After New Year's, at some point, whenever it makes sense for you, and Rachel, of course. I have to run to work. Talk to you later. Love you. Kat, of course, come. That is wonderful news. I can't wait to see you. Wow. <sighs> um, and as far as timing goes, well, any time, really. After the baby's born, maybe give us a month to get over the shock. So March or later. But I want to see you. So sooner is better. Oh, Kat, I miss you so much. This year... 
it's been incredible, mostly, but also, I have missed you a lot. People talk about friendship like it's not important. Like all that matters is romantic love. They say you can always find new friends, but friends aren't interchangeable. And you know, statistically, romantic love ends much more often than friendships do. I don't know where I would be without your support. So, dearest cat, please come visit me. I cannot wait to see you. Oh, and、uh, Sharon says, of course you can stay in her room if you need to get away for a bit. She's coming home soon, but says you can stay on their couch if you need to as well. All right, just in case. <laughs> I miss you. I love you. I am so excited to see you. Hi, Jess.、Uh, I just have a few minutes. Jono's in the shower.、Uh, we're off to the theater tonight. Romeo and Juliet. That play has always annoyed me, or not so much the play, but the idea people have that it's romantic. I mean, it is two silly teenagers who commit suicide because they can't communicate properly. It's tragic, and ridiculous. Anyway. I've heard good things about this production, so should be okay. And the main thing, yes, I will come in March. So excited! Should probably start looking at tickets soon. Tickets、so、for what, sweetie? Oh, <laughs> I haven't told you yet. My mother is buying me a plane ticket to Auckland for Christmas. Oh! Isn't it exciting? I've never been that far away before. And when were you going to tell me about this? I just found out today. I'm telling you now. And when are you leaving? Don't know yet.、Uh, we're talking about March. Right. And for how long? Well, if I go that far away, I should stay for a little while, right? I. Wait. Are you okay? Of course. My fiance is gallivanting across the globe without telling me. But yes, it's all fine and great. Of course, I'm not okay, Cat. You make plans without including me. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Y- you're right. I didn't think. You never do. But it's Jess. If I can go see her, I will. Of course, let's figure out the best time for me to go, together, you and I. But. I can't not go. Can't you? No. I mean, I haven't seen her in a year, and she's my closest friend. You know how much she means to me. And what about me? What do I mean to you, Cat? You mean so much. You know that. More than Jess. It's different. You are my boyfriend, fiance. I want to share my life with you, but Jess and my other friends are very important to me. For fuck's sake, Cat! We're supposed to be getting married, aren't we? Of course we are. Why would you say that? Because I'm thinking if you can't even decide who is more important between your husband to be and your fucking friends, then why should we get married? Jono, I love. I want to be with you. What? You love me? Doesn't mean anything. 
You say it all the time to your neurotic friend. She's not... What are you... Well, you're just a closeted lesbian. You've been in love with her this whole time. That's bonkers. We're friends. You disgust me. If you can't put me in our relationship first in this once, we can't be together. What? Wait, you... You have to choose. Where do your priorities lie, Kat? I can't choose between you and Jess. That's nuts. Why do you... That's your decision, then. You'd better not be here when I get back. Jono, I... Trusty old free online voicemail. Jess, you heard that? I have to go. I'm going to the flat in Woodgreen. I'll text Emma from the bus. Will you email Sharon for me? I... <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Kat, I heard. Well, you know that. I'm here. Always here. I emailed Sharon straight away. Everything's fine. You'll be fine. I know you will. It'll take time, but you will be absolutely fine. And, uh... <laughs> breaks my heart that everything is so difficult for you. But I think soon things will start getting better again. I love you so much. <laughs> Handed in my dissertation today. <laughs> Quite a big moment, actually. <laughs> Anyways, message or email me whenever you know. I love you so much. And I will give you the biggest hug ever in March. Oh, wow. She really did it. Or he did it. Jono. I never would have thought, but who cares? Hope I don't have to hear from that waste of space again. <sighs> Not how I thought this would play out. Right. I have to go pack. My Aunt Brie and Uncle Antonio are taking me to Rotorua this weekend to visit my grandparents. Sort of a pre-holidays gift exchange thing, and yes, Brie is not related to them, but I think the family's basically adopted her over the years. They make sure to see each other when they can, so I have to get ready. I haven't said anything in a long time about how many voicemails are left, have I? I checked today, and they end in a few weeks, as the year ends. Fitting, I suppose. Or I'd have to change the name of the podcast. Y2K1 or something. <laughs> right, really going now. Talk to you next week from Melbourne! Melbourne! 
Hello, Olivia here with a content warning. The voicemails this week contain descriptions of a loved one dying and of racism. We have a resource page on the website um, where we have tried to list as many hotlines, info pages and support things that we could find. So if you feel you need any resources like that, go to y2kpod.com resources and hopefully you'll find it there. Please take care of yourself. And if you need to, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Hello, and welcome to the Y2K podcast. We are in the Dandenongs, just outside Melbourne, Australia. Tammy and I arrived this morning, and we are at Mike and Scott's house. Hello. 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 And Tammy is here as well, of course. Say hello, Tammy. Um, sorry, Hi. Everything okay, Tammy? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. Right, Mike, it's you I've come to meet, mainly. I'm glad to meet you, Olivia. You can... You can call me Liv, if you want. That's what my family calls me. All right. Liv. That's nice. You have a beautiful home. How long have you lived here? Um, about three years. Yeah, about time to move on, I suppose. Why? Aren't you happy here? Rental lease is up soon. Oh, such a headache. We'll figure it out. Yeah, alright. So, uh, just so I know what you know, have either of you listened to the podcast? Look, I started, but I have a hard time focusing on podcasts. Any podcast, not just yours. And the radio too. I haven't gotten very far, I'm afraid. He's hopeless. I've listened to up to about July... Uh, and I think I've filled Mike in on the basics. Mike, um, try doing like something with your hands, like play a you know game on your phone or something. Thanks. I'll have to try something like that. All right. Why don't I let you two talk? You need to stay, Tammy, or do you want to come meet the dogs? Oh, this should be all right. I love dogs. Don't touch anything. I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch that step. Uh, right. Do you have your list, maybe? You know, I... I lost it somehow. I couldn't find it when I was packing. I looked everywhere. It's alright. We'll make do. Not like me to just misplace things. Suppose I am a little stressed. Alright. It's a lot, you know, but I, I am happy to meet you. Happy you came. So, you want me to tell you how I met Rachel? Yes, I mean, I know some of it, but yes. Please. It's not a long story, really. Um, We were at that conference. I was working as a library assistant at the time. Hadn't figured out what I wanted to do with my life. I must have been 20. That's your age, right? Yes, almost 20. I was a bit of a mess. Um, I was fresh out of school. I didn't see the point of uni. I just wanted to float around and do nothing. My parents weren't having any of that, though. Um, My dad was a librarian. He got me that job. Nepotism, right? Um, Yeah, I was surprised how much I enjoyed the work, actually. Uh, Anyway, I wasn't supposed to go to that conference. My dad was. But he got sick right before, and no one else wanted to go, so I said, sure. 
I'd never been to Wellington, so it was pretty exciting. And then I met Rachel at the bar that first night. She was so beautiful. Sure, she still is. You look a bit like her. Different hair colour, though. Yes. I've always wanted red hair. Yours is beautiful, too. Huh. Suppose you got the brown from me. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, Rachel was so easy to talk to, and, you know, older than me. I thought she was really glamorous. I was stunned she wanted to hang out with me, even for a night. And then, the next morning, I got a call from my mum. My dad was sick, and it wasn't just flu like we thought. It was... um, really serious. So I rebooked my ticket and I came home that day. Sorry, um, this is really hard to talk about, even though it's so long ago. I'm sorry. Um, It's all right. I quit my job to help take care of him. I suppose that's when I grew up, really. Um, he died in August that year. I still miss him. Sorry. I didn't expect to be this emotional. It's fine. I'm very sorry to hear that. Thanks. Um, after that, I decided what I wanted to do was help people. I started uni for social work that following autumn. Got my life together, I suppose. Do you have any siblings? No, just me. There's my mum, though. I haven't told her about you yet, but I bet she'd love to meet you sometime, if you want. Um, of course. Maybe not right away, though. Yeah. Get used to this first, maybe. So, last we talked, you asked if I was happy. Are you happy? Yes. No, sometimes. We don't have to talk about it. No, I... I want to. I suppose Scott has told you my parents are... divorcing? Yeah, he mentioned it. There was so much else to take in, though. Must be hard on you. Yeah. They fighting? No, they're... they're being very... I don't know... I don't even understand why they don't want to be together anymore. Suppose you never can from the outside. No, but... You and Scott are happy together, right? We are, but... There are no guarantees in life, Liv. Just because we make each other happy today, doesn't mean we'll make each other happy tomorrow. We want to, which means we hopefully will, but people change. And sometimes they change in ways that means they're happier apart. My aunt Ina says, Just because love ends doesn't mean it wasn't great. I've been thinking about that. Your aunt Ina sounds very wise. Yes. I just... I just don't want it to end. Of course you don't. I am so sorry. (laughs) Thanks, I... Listen, Liv, you have your parents, and 
you have to sort through these feelings with them, I think. I... I'm sad I wasn't there when you were growing up. But it seems you had a happy childhood. I did. I'm glad. I can't give you advice, really. We don't know each other properly. But I'm happy to listen, if you like. And I would like to get to know you, if you let me. I'd like that. Good. Me too. Oh, hello, boys. Hello, how you doing? Oh, he's a good boy. Who's a good boy? Yeah, good boy. You two boys. about ready for lunch? I think so. I hope you like tofu. Yeah, we do. All right. All right, off you go. Come on. We can talk more later, if you want. Yes, I think. Tammy, can we listen to the voicemails and record the outro chat from the hostel tonight? Absolutely. Right. I'll go help Scott. <sighs> we'll be right there. Okay, um, what did they do last week, Tammy? Uh, right. Um, last week, Jonna broke up with Kat and Jess handed in her dissertation. You want me to say it? Thanks. Welcome to the year 2000. Hi, Jess. I'm at the flat. In Shirin's room. Thanks for all the emails. <laughs> Shirin sent me a lovely long one too. Trying to distract me with tales of her exciting New York life. And my mother's been calling and texting and emailing every day. Everyone's been so kind. Emma and Lee and even Claire have been amazing, making sure I eat and listening when I'm up for talking. I've mostly been curled up in bed crying, though. Called in sick at work. Don't think I've ever cried this much. Can't believe he gave up on us. I haven't heard from him since, you know, keep thinking I should text, but what would I say? He was very clear. Suppose I have to go get the rest of my things at some point. Oh, Jess, I can't believe this is happening. I thought I meant to be with him forever. I tried so hard. We were supposed to go to Barcelona tomorrow. Wait, that means today is Lucia? A martyr with hair in flames and blood dripping down her dress. That seems about right. We were going to go to the Lucia morning at the Swedish church. 
I was going to show him some more wacky Swedish traditions. Don't know why I thought that would be a good idea. Because Midsummer was such a roaring success. <laughs> Don't know what I'll do for Christmas now. Maybe lie here. Stare at the ceiling and cry. It's what I do now. I suppose. <laughs> oh, fuck. Why does it have to hurt so fucking much. It's like you were saying when Rachel was in the hospital. Loving so much really opens up for getting hurt, right? And here we go. Boom. Torn to shreds. Just like that. I'll stop. I have nothing new to say. Already boring myself with all this misery. Distract me. Please. Anything. I love you. My dearest cat, you are not boring to me. Never could be. You are just very, very sad and hurting. And how could you not be? I can't promise you when, but I can tell you that the pain will ease. You will feel better. I know it's not much comfort right now, but you will be happy again. I know you will. All right, <laughs> distraction time. Um, I had a final session with my supervisor about my dissertation yesterday. It went well, I think. They said some good things about it, so fingers crossed I pass. I'll find out my grade next week, and, uh, I haven't told you about going to see Maya's sculpture, have I? It was a whole ceremony. They called it an unveiling, but of course it was way too big and too high up to cover. So they turned on this big spotlight, it was at night, and of course it sparkled and shone, it was incredible. Bree took tons of photos, I'll get some double printed and send you. And there's a plaque in Town Hall with Maya's name on it and everything. It was like a cocktail party <laughs> with all these Town Hall officials and Maya and Tia and Bree and I not quite fitting that mold. <laughs> bringing some variety, I guess. <laughs> it was fun. Um, also, I'm going to have to get some sort of day job in January. My scholarship will be up, and it's not like I can expect the creative writing to start paying right away. If ever, but you know. I have to believe it will happen at some point. I've been worried about it, but Rachel may have found a solution. Um, they're going to be short-staffed at the library while Rachel is on parental leave. So maybe I can be an assistant there for a while. It'd be great if it worked out. I've sent out all sorts of feelers for different writing jobs, and hopefully some of them will come to something, but would be really good to have some form of reliable income. And uh, I love libraries. Always have. Especially this one. It's where I met Rachel. <laughs> all right, my dear, I should go sleep. It's late. 
I will keep sending you daily distraction emails for as long as you like. Let me know if there's anything else I can do. I love you so much. Oceans of hugs. Jess, Sharon here. Everything good? Seems Kat has settled into my room. So glad she is rid of that horrible boyfriend. I'm coming home next week, but I'm sure we'll work it out. There's always the sofa. Everything is going brilliantly here. I'm learning so much, and everyone I work with is so energetic and creative. It's amazing. I found out something awful today. Awful, but oddly satisfying. Remember my old manager? How I never felt like I was given any challenges and others seemed to? I could never quite put my finger on it, but I always felt like I was being held back. Well, today I got an email from my old colleague, Jamila. I think you met her. Uh, she came to the flat a few times. Uh, yeah, you met her at New Year's. Anyway, she'd been feeling the same way as me. We talked about it sometimes, and she just wasn't lucky enough to get out like I did. Well, she had stayed late to finish something one night last week with another colleague, and they overheard our manager on the phone. He must have thought he was alone, and he was saying all this racist bullshit. I'm not going to repeat all the hateful words. The gist of it was he was very proud to have kept us all down while promoting and encouraging all the white men. Because, yeah, he's sexist too. Disgusting man. But the beautiful thing is that Jamila had one of those old tape recorders, so she managed to record most of it. And now he's facing a disciplinary hearing at work, and they're looking at a possible lawsuit. So pleased that that creep finally gets what he deserves. I'm happy, Jess. Not only about this, but in general. I finally feel like I'm getting to do what I want to do, and I'm learning and being challenged every day. I miss my family, of course, and my friends, but I am meeting so many great people and I have this very deep feeling that this is where I should be. It's hard to explain, but I have a feeling you probably get it. Hope everything's good. Big hugs. Hello, Jess. Um, still not doing much. I uh, can't. Got a call from an unknown number today. Wouldn't have answered, but it kept ringing. And remember, I asked for a therapist on the NHS a while back. That was her. Pretty good timing for once. I cried at her a little. Couldn't help myself. But um, she seemed to take it well, so she might actually work out. I'll see her beginning of January. There was no way to fit it in earlier with all the holidays. I'm flying home to Sweden on Tuesday. My mother's planned it all. I'm really looking forward to seeing her. But it scares me too. She has this way of making me really think about things, and everything is just so painful that I don't want to think about any of it. I suppose I'll have to at some point. Cat! 
just me and Claire. We have ice cream. Come in. Here. Thought you need some Festivus. Festivus? Mmm. Mm. From that Seinfeld episode, I suppose. Mmm. Mmm. Looks really nice. Mmm. Yeah. Not that into ginger, but the cinnamon's good. <laughs> Thanks, I... <laughs> hey. Come here. Don't want you crying into your ice cream now, do we? Thanks, Emma. That would be a shame. <laughs> um... Oh yeah, um, say hi to Jess. Hi Jess! Hope everything's good. Hey Jess. Distract me, please. What's going on with you two? Claire's got some news. Yeah, I joined this comedy improv group. They're really good. They were at Edinburgh Fringe last year and they're fantastic. Uh, that's great, Claire. Thanks. Love improv. Not leaving my day job quite yet, though. Still years of snotty noses and potty training, I think. You never know. You really are good. Maybe the improv will take off. Maybe. So, Kat, did you decide when you're going to Sweden? Tuesday. Sharon will be here Monday, so I'll be on the couch for one night. Not sure where to go when I come back, though. I really have to get back to work on the 27th. You're coming back here, of course. Sheeran wouldn't have it any other way. Lee's room will be empty. Really? He's going away over the holidays. He'll be back in January. Well, there you go. Ask Lee if you can stay in his room. <laughs> You're all being so kind. We can stop if you like. Start saying nasty things to you. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. You, I could count on you. Anytime. So, have you heard from him? No. Hey, your eyes are red. <laughs> they are. I'm a monster, really. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know if you need help getting your things, alright? We could go over there and Claire could scowl at him while I fetch your stuff. Been practicing my scowl. Thanks. It can wait. I have all the clothes I need, so... Later? Alright. Let us know. We'll leave you to your voicemail. Yeah. There's more ice cream in the freezer. Thank you. Bye, Jess. Yeah. Bye. Bye. And thanks. Hey, Jess. They've been so great. Even Claire. I think now she's dealing with whatever was going on with her. She has more energy to be kind, you know? <sighs> Feels better after some ice cream. Still, you know. I think I'll go see what's on TV. So happy everything's going well with your dissertation. You deserve every good thing. I love you. Ah, hello. 
We are back in our hostel after a very long day. Say hello, Tammy. <sighs> yeah. Hi. Mike and Scott ended up giving us dinner as well as lunch. We've... What have we been doing today, Tammy? So, all of us took the dogs for a really long walk. Yes. That was great. Got to see some of the surrounding woodland. Bush. Yes, bush. Bushland? And you and Mike talked some more while Scott made dinner. He wouldn't let me help. Just told me to, like, entertain him while he worked. I like him. Yeah, I like them both. Yeah. So, how do you feel after today? I... I don't know. Very tired. Fair enough. It wasn't like I thought it would be. He wasn't like I thought he would be. And I need to think about this after I've slept for a very, very long time. <sighs> Alright, we should go and sleep soon. Early start tomorrow. Uh, yes. We're flying to Frankfurt in seven hours. And then we have separate flights from there. Plenty of time to talk on the plane, though. Yes. Or sleep. <laughs> you can sleep. I'm watching all of the movies. I hope that there are some good ones. <laughs> okay. So this is it from Melbourne. Next week will be from my parents' house, I suppose. Without me. Yes. Though I can call you in if you like. We might do that. Right. Done for today? Yes. Completely done. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Hello, listeners. This is Olivia in my parents' house, in what still is my bedroom. Not for much longer, though. They've sold it now, and leaving in January. Have I told you where I am? I feel like I haven't. I'm in Ireland, in a little place outside Dublin. We moved here five years ago, and... I am feeling much more awake than I did last week. That stop in Melbourne felt surreal somehow, sandwiched in between flights. When I finally got here, I think I slept for 20 hours or something. And then I woke up and realised it was winter. Very confusing. Also, I've had quite a few talks with my parents. <sighs> After meeting Mike... I think somehow I thought finding Mike would make it easier to face my parents' divorce. And it didn't. At all. Still glad I found him, but it's still... still hard. I've asked them to come on next week. My parents. Everyone else has been making appearances, so seems only fair they should too. Mum was a little doubtful, but Mama talked her into it. Speaking of next week, it will be the last episode of the podcast. It's been extraordinary, really. This year, so much has happened, and most of it because I was feeling angry and hurt and sorry for myself, and decided to throw these old voicemails onto the internet. Never really thought anyone would listen, but here I am, and here you are, dear listeners. I'm so grateful for that. Right, we did listen to last week's voicemails at the hostel, but I was so tired I hardly understood what they were saying. I re-listened, so last week, Jess got good feedback on her dissertation, Shirin discovered her old boss was a racist, and Kat was a little cheered up by an ice cream flavour called Festivals. Welcome to the year 2000. 
that happy holidays i have some incredible news i just got an email from a film producer in london and they want me to come talk to them about my screenplay the only problem is they want me to meet them in london january 3rd and well plane tickets are very expensive and my girlfriend is very pregnant so not sure how i'm going to handle all that But excited all the same, and even if I can't go, the fact they're interested is a good sign, right? Means someone else might be interested too. Of course you have to go, Sib. I've already said I'll move in with Rachel while you're gone. You're the best, Sib. I just don't know how to make it all happen. All right. What date's the meeting? January 3rd. You can fly out on the 31st. Tickets will be cheap New Year's Eve. Yeah. That might work. And you could stay with your old flatmate. Probably. I think Kat was going to stay in Lee's room, so the couch should be available. But, Bree, what about Rachel? What if the baby comes early? I know you take wonderful care of them, but what if something scary happens? You can never know that. Exactly. Are you going to live your life like that? Avoiding things because something might happen to Rachel or the baby? Yes. No? I don't know. You are seeing all this way too clearly, you know? I know. I'm a pain. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Still the best fib I could ever have wished for. Ditto. Whoop. Coming! You alright? Yes. Ugh, it smells delicious. Right. I think I left my crochet project in the living room. I'll get it. Before I do, I think Bree just talked me into going to London for that meeting about my screenplay. Are you sure you're all right with that? Of course. We will be fine. Can't have you missing an opportunity like that. And yes, you are taking that Christmas money from my parents for the ticket. But they said it was ours to spend as we wanted. And there'll be enough left over to do other things. Now go look at flights. Go! You're so bossy. <laughs> you and Bree both. I heard that. Good. All right. I'll get your crochet first, though. Thanks, love. Hey, Sib. Did you forget Kat again? I did. Thanks. Hi, Kat. Um, so there you have it. I'm coming to London, apparently. I'll send Sharon an email. I have to get back to her anyway. She left a voicemail a few days ago. But as it's more or less Grand Central Station over here these days, maybe I should stick to voicemailing you. At least you're used to it. Bree is preparing holiday food. As Rachel can't go anywhere, we've invited everyone who didn't have other plans for Christmas lunch on Monday. Should be crowded, but fun. Yesterday, I passed some students in a park having a Christmassy picnic in shorts, t-shirts, and Santa hats. I love that. It is so quintessentially Auckland somehow. Next year, we'll have to do a great big Christmas picnic. Right, Bree? What was that? Christmas picnic next year? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Much better than that chilly Canada Day outing. Yes. That was us not quite understanding what season we were in. <laughs> 
still fun though. And at least it didn't rain. Right. I have to start finding flights. I hope you have a good time in Sweden. Say hi to your mom for me. I hope you find a little rest from all the hard stuff. Also, I will see you soon. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I love you. Oceans of hugs. Hey Jess, I'm in my mother's study. I am so very happy you are coming to London and that a producer is interested. I mean, I'm not surprised because your screenplay is amazing, but still, that is wonderful. I uh, have some news too, <laughs> still can't quite believe it. I did a screen test for a film months ago. I don't think I even mentioned it. It seemed like such a long shot. I hadn't heard anything, uh, but then yesterday I got a call from Sarah, you know, the director of that IKEA ad. Seems she's an AD for this film, and one of the supporting actors dropped out last minute, and when they were going through potential replacements, she recognized me and put in a good word, and I am going in for a meeting with them when I'm back in London. And if that goes well, if I understood this right, and I was pretty much in shock, I'd have to be in Kazakhstan mid-January for six weeks of filming. So <laughs> that jolted me out of this grieving a little. Yeah, could fall through, of course, but still, very exciting, right? <sighs> okay. Uh, also, um, Jana started texting a few days ago, after ten days of silence. He's at his mother's house for the holidays, and uh, he wants to see me when we're back in London. I don't know. It's too painful. I can't... <sighs> I'd rather meet 50 casting directors than him right now. <sighs> but I suppose we have to meet sometime. I uh, I haven't responded yet. I don't know what to say. I'm pretending I can't receive the text when I'm in Sweden. But I can. Katarina? Come in. Hello, okay? Uh, I'm voicemailing Jess. Uh, you can say hello if you like. Hello, Jessica. I hope you're well. Katarina tells me... Th Hang on. Um, I'll be right back. Just you and me then, Jessica. Well, I am sure that you are as relieved as I am that Katarina's not with that man anymore. I felt like I was walking on eggshells, trying to keep her talking to me and not criticizing. 
she's hurting so much, though. I'm glad that you're going to see each other in London. I think it will be good for her. Oh, and congratulations! I have every finger and toe crossed for your meeting with that producer. You have both had quite the year, haven't you? And you have so much ahead of you. Being a parent is a wonderful thing, you know? And there are so many other exciting things coming up. If not this producer, then another, I am sure. I know... Hello again. Hi, Mindy Lisket. I'll leave you to it. I'll call you in... Five minutes for Donald Duck? Thanks. All right. Happy Christmas, Jessica. Bye. <clears throat> but she was pleased to get to talk to you on her own for a bit. I actually didn't plan that. I, um... I just got my period. <laughs> I can't even... Emotions very mixed on this one. I'm disappointed. Of course I'm disappointed. But also, I've been sort of hoping for this. I wanted... I thought that we would parent together, you know? And now... It's probably better this way. I'm just... <laughs> so fucking sad. Because <laughs> now I have... Nothing. Nothing and no one. <sighs> I better go watch some TV so something happens. <laughs> I love you. And I will see you in uh, seven days? Katarina, de begonna nu? Jeg kommer! I have explained the Swedish obsession with Disney cartoons at 3 p.m. on Christmas Eve, right? If not, this will make absolutely no sense. <laughs> Oceans of hugs. Cat, it's Jono. I'm in Devon. Sadly, not in Barcelona with you. You're not responding to my text. So, there I am. On your voicemail thing. I've been thinking a lot about us. And I don't want to give up. I know I gave you too much of an ultimatum. Some of what happened is probably that you are once again suffering for the fact that I have been hurt in relationships before. I cannot deal with situations where there is a risk I will be hurt or abandoned. A defense mechanism starts up and I get cold and distant. And then it takes some time before I stop lashing out in panic and start thinking rationally again. All you have to do is 
Leave me alone for a bit, and I will calm down. Maybe it will be too hard to start over without getting stuck in all the old patterns. But I would very much like to try. And let it take time. I would like to see if we can build a new relationship, where we can look forward to spending time together, where you do not feel like I am suffocating you, and where I feel secure knowing that you want me. I am ready to try to change my ways. I cannot promise I will succeed right away. There will be situations where I will feel rejected or excluded and feel bad about it. But I will try to recognize my patterns and try to stop them and to not let the little things get to me and not take it out on you and trust that you do care about me. If my dream comes true, and this is not the end, I hope you will help me by not listening too much to all the silly things I say when I am upset. Instead of feeling hurt and trying to adjust your behavior to avoid me doing it again, what I really need is for you to contradict me until I understand that I am wrong, which may take time. I have to consider that you might not want me back, that you cannot see how I would fit into your life, why you would want to be with me. But I want to believe in fairy tales and the Hollywood films that make me cry on Sunday mornings, that love is the most important thing and that it conquers all. Because I, I, I do love you. Of course I do. Should have said it long ago. Can, can we see each other after Christmas? Text me. I love you. Oh, wow. That is this week's last voicemail? Okay. Suppose we will find out what Cap made of this next week. All that remains for me today is to wish all of our listeners happy holidays. I will be back next week for the very last episode. I will... Coming, Mama! Talk to you next week. Dear listeners, welcome to the final episode of the Y2K podcast. I am still in Ireland, and after today's voicemails, I am going to share with you a conversation I had last night with my parents, and also a surprise guest. So, this will be a long episode, because there are lots of voicemails too. Suppose we'd better get going. Last week, Jess got a meeting in London about her screenplay. Kat spent Christmas in Sweden and found out she was up for a film role, and Jono left a long message saying he wanted to try again with Kat. For the very last time, welcome to the year 2000. Hi Jess, I'm back in London, in Lee's room this time, (laughs) which uh, used to be my room, of course. Just like old times, not really, though. Feeling uh, a little more myself after a few days with my mother. She can be a little much sometimes, but 
she's been great. Really listening and not digging too deep. Um, Jono sent a voicemail yesterday on here. He's, um, he wants to see me and he, he wants to try again. He says he's ready to change. He says he loves me. I haven't dared tell anyone but you. But of course I want to see him. And of course I... I love him too. So if there's a chance... I think we deserve that chance. I, I'm meeting him tonight. In a pub. Neutral territory, you know? Oh, Jess. I'm so scared. But what if I can have it all back? What if he can change? I want that so much. I know you have your reservations about him, but... Things have been so hard. But also... We've been so happy. I just want that again. I love you. Oh, cat, I get it. And I am sending so many hugs your way. Just be careful, alright? If you do decide to get back together, take it slow, you know? I'm not... I can't hide the fact that this makes me very anxious, but you have to do what makes you happy. Please make sure he makes you happy, alright? Hey, at least I will see you soon, right? And we can talk properly about all this, and uh... So, I'm flying in on the morning of the 31st UK time, probably be completely jet-lagged and confused, but Sharon said you are having some sort of New Year's dinner thing, so I'll definitely stay awake for that. Maybe I can have a nap in your room, um, Lee's room, if I need to. Can't very well nap on the couch midday. Feels surreal that I'll be back in Wood Green for New Year's again. Remember last year? Yeah, so much. Everything. Um, Rachel is doing well, no change really, so that is good. And Bree's moving in, uh, but you know all this. Let me know how everything goes, alright? And uh, you didn't mention the movie. When are you meeting the movie people? I want to know everything. I love you so much. Oceans and oceans. Jess, we're back together. I'm so happy. 
We said I love yous before even sitting down. It's like all that time I spent crying in Sharon's room was only a bad dream. But yes, yes, we are taking it slow. I am not moving back in yet. I can stay here for a bit. Sharon's going back to New York after New Year's and she's okay with me staying in her room. Also, uh, I gave back the ring. He's going to hold on to it until it feels right to ask me again. We'll be going on dates, which feels exciting. Like tonight, we are finally seeing that Romeo and Juliet production we were supposed to and, well, you know, reclaiming that, which is good, I think. I think he does want to change, Jess. He is trying. And I need to change too. But the main thing is we are doing it together. So, no worries, okay? <sighs> All this means that now I have energy left over to be nervous about this film meeting. It's tomorrow and they haven't sent me any lines or anything, so I can't prepare. The film is a period piece on the Mongolian Empire and it's being filmed in Kazakhstan, which I will admit is a country I had to look up on a map. I found some pictures seems like it's incredibly beautiful. I can completely see why they would set a film there. The character I'm up for is supporting, the younger sister of the protagonist's wife, but she's a bit of a tomboy, and so she puts on men's clothes and learns to ride, which means that if I get it, I'd have to spend a few weeks before I start filming just training stunt horseback riding. This is where I'm very grateful I stuck with it all those riding lessons growing up. I wouldn't have a chance at this role if I didn't already know how to ride a horse. So, we shall see. <sighs> Keep sending those hugs my way. Seems they are working. I'll let you know how it goes. Oceans of hugs! Hey, Kat. Congratulations. If you're happy, I'm happy. Just keep being happy, alright? And break a leg today. You will be extraordinary. I know it. I have to go. I love you so much. And see you soon. Jess! I got it! I am going to Kazakhstan on January 14th! I can't believe it! I got a real film role on location, which pays real actual money! I am simply beyond excited! I, I have to run to work. I'll tell you all about it when I see you! Oceans and oceans! Thank you.
Hey, Jess. Claire. Cat says you are coming here. Suppose I'll see you. And it's easier to say this on voicemail than in person, so here we go. Crap, I'm no good at this. Get it together, Claire. I'm sorry, Jess. I wasn't good to you. Ooh. Sorry it's taken me so long to say it. Hey, I said two sorries in a row. Better quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> I hope you're good. See you soon. Bye. Ooh. Kirsten, hi, it's Jess. I suppose you've heard they're back together. I'm not surprised. Only resigned. Didn't really think he'd let go that easily. But... Oh! It's so frustrating. <sighs> Just wanted to share that with someone who understands. Hope you have a happy new year and... Uh, Feel free to vent to me about this whenever you want. Oceans of hugs. Oh, Jess. I should have known it was too good to be true. And today, of all days. Fitting it should be today, somehow. Today was my due date. I was supposed to have a baby today. But no baby for me. And no relationship. Fuck. I broke it off this time. The final time. He, I know he wants to change, but he just kept pushing. And he wanted to be happy about me going to Kazakhstan. I believe he really did. But in the end, he tried to persuade me not to go. And to move back in right now and make wedding plans. And I wasn't ready to do either of those things. I wanted there to be a way, but I couldn't see it. So I just came back from breaking up with him. I prepared. I even wrote him a letter. I thought if he couldn't listen in the moment, Maybe he could read it later and understand. But he wouldn't take it. <sighs> he wouldn't listen. <sighs> he was so hurt. And I can't... I can't do this anymore. I have to heal. I love you. Cat, I'm leaving this voicemail because I...
cannot give up, but I still believe you love me. And I do believe it. That was one thing you managed to convince me of yesterday, even though that wasn't your intention. There has to be a way. I understand I gave you too much of an ultimatum. Again. But when you said you weren't sure we should be together, that made me so scared I stopped listening. I get so stuck in my patterns and expectations and they are so hard to break even when I recognize them. But I also need a certain type of pattern. I need to know what to expect and I need to be able to predict what will happen. When I start thinking, I realize how foolish my actions are. Throwing your letter on the ground yesterday was stupid. You were right that I would have needed to read what you had to say. Right then I just felt like it would hurt too much to even hold it. But as soon as I calm down and the adrenaline stops pumping, I start understanding what you mean and realize you are right about a lot of things. I can't blame you if you do the same to this message. Erase it without listening. But you are not usually as foolish as I am when it comes to that kind of thing. I don't want to lose you. You are the best girlfriend I have ever had. I want everything with you. But I should have learnt to slow down. Probably much too late to realize that now. And. It hurts to think that I may have to give this up. Perhaps I have learnt something for possible future relationships. Perhaps I can identify patterns better next time. But I'm not ready to give up hope. Not until you tell me that you don't love me anymore. That's when I know to stop fighting. I love you. Cat, I am so sorry, but I am also, I am also really proud of you for listening to yourself. All this, all this will make you stronger and you will heal, but it will probably take time. If you feel there are things you want to say to Jono uninterrupted, like in the letter, Maybe do what he did and leave him a voicemail. <laughs> Maybe it's good that you're going far away and doing something completely different in just a few weeks. Maybe that will make it easier to have something new to focus on. I'm so happy you have that. And I know you will be incredible. I'm off to the airport soon, which means I will see you in hours rather than days at this point. So we will talk. We will go for epic walks in Woodgreen and we will talk and talk and talk some more. I love you. Oceans of hugs. This is the letter you threw away. Jonna. I care about you so much. The feelings are there 
and will continue to be there. But something you said a few days ago has stuck with me. It's not about how much we love each other, it's about if we can live together. I would love for love to be enough for this to work. But we both know that it is not. When we broke up the first time, something broke in me. I was giving it my all. I believed so much in our relationship up until then. Even when it was hard. Even when we were angry with each other. But it hurts so much that you chose to let the relationship end rather than consider changing your behavior. That broke my trust in you, in the relationship, and my energy and will to work on it just died. I didn't understand it then, but it damaged so much. And then I spent Christmas grieving. I was and I am so sad to lose you and what we have built. I came far in my mourning process, much further than I realized. But then when you wanted to try again, I was so happy. I could let all my feelings out again, and it was such a joy. You were mine again, and I got to be yours. The emotions took over, but the problems remain. And my energy to deal with them is nearly gone. I wanted to ease back into the relationship and try to simply spend time with you. I was hoping I could find a way back and that I would see your willingness to change. But there was no time. Yesterday I had been thinking about this all day and I understand that you noticed I wasn't fully present. But I felt attacked by your interrogation. I tried to avoid the conversation, but you kept asking, and I finally told you the truth. I didn't know. You were so unhappy, and it killed me to see it. And then the ultimatum that I had to be sure I wanted to be with you, to spend time with you. In the same way you earlier told me I had to choose between you and Jess. You close all these doors for me and I understand you do it to protect yourself, but yesterday you closed the door to the one chance I had to move forward in the relationship.
I can't live with that all-or-nothing mentality. For me, there has to be compromises and an idea of meeting halfway. Otherwise, we will only continue what we've been doing, where I try to compromise and you try to get your way or just give up. We cannot live together like that, Jana. It's destructive. I don't want us to hurt each other anymore. That's why I broke up with you. And that's why we will not get back together. It has nothing to do with how I feel about you and everything to do with the fact that we cannot live together. Hey, Sib. It's Bree. I'm here with Rachel and Maya. <laughs> Rachel has something to tell you. Jess, my love, she's here. Our baby is here. She's asleep in my arms, and we are both well. Everything's good. It all happened very quickly. I'd just fallen asleep, and then I woke up and contractions had started. Pre called the hospital right away, and they sent an ambulance. Followed the procedure. Yeah, seemed like a lot of fuss to me, but they do that when you're on bed rest, apparently. And they put all this extra monitoring stuff on me and the baby, but they needn't have bothered. She was in a right hurry, weren't you, little one? Still hurt like nothing I've ever experienced, but worth it. I would have loved for you to have been here. I'm sorry about the timing, my love, but you are where you needed to be. And Bree and Maya are taking really good care of us till you get back. We won't stop once Jess gets back, you know. <laughs> of course. So don't worry, love. We are well and happy and taken care of. Oh, and I can walk again. Not quite like usual, but I'll get there. Let me know when you've landed safely in London. Anything you want to add? Take care, Sip. All is good here. Don't worry, Jess. See you soon. I love you so much. Do what you need to do and then come home to your family. Love you, Sip. Love you, Jess. Bye. Bye. Oh, wow, I'm crying. That was a lot. And I have more. I sat down with my parents yesterday and asked them a few things I've been wanting to know. We also have a house guest, so you are going to get to hear her too. I'll be back again after this to finish everything properly. It is Christmas Eve and I'm here with my parents. Say hello. Hello. Hi. And we have someone staying here over Christmas. Hey, Ina. Hello. Although your listeners know me as Kat. <laughs> yes, Um, I wanted to give you all a chance to say something. I will play this after I've played the final voicemail, so this will be at the very end of the podcast. 
I have some questions, if that's easier. I think so. Yes. yes. So, this isn't for you, Ina, but... Why don't I go make some glug and leave you to it? All right. So, Mum, Mama, this has been a really strange year for me. I've, as you know, your divorce, it's been really hard for me. Mm. And through these voicemails, I've spent all year listening to you when you first got together, and why can't it still be like that? Oh, Liv, that's the big one right off. And I'm not sure we can answer that. No. Relationships are odd things, really. I still love your mum, Liv. You know that, right? Yes. And I still love Rachel very much. But we have lived together and loved each other for a very long time. And uh, now we both agree we are happier apart. But why? Many reasons. One is that your mum is really happy here in Ireland. I've had a good life here, but I would really like to go back to live in New Zealand. My parents are getting old and most of the rest of my relatives are there and I get to see them so rarely. And I was ready to move with you back to New Zealand, but in that discussion, it became clear that being together isn't really important for us anymore. But you want to be with other people? Someday, probably. Not right now. For me, anyway. Yes, someday, maybe? How can you both be so damn calm about this? All this year, I felt like my world is being torn apart. Oh, Liv, darling, I'm so sorry. We both are, love. And, you know, neither of us have ever been the shouty type. We both get angry sometimes, of course. And we've had lots of arguments over the years. Mm. But we agree on this. I know you're hurting, Liv. Is it... (sighs) Has it gotten any easier over this past year? I I thought I was asking the questions. (laughs) It has. And listening to you two when you were closer to my age has helped somehow. Helped understand you better. Good. In that case, I'm glad you started this podcasting project. Really? I know you've had your doubts. Yes, really. And my doubts have been... Not so much about me, but about all the other people whose voices are in there. When I I found out, I was angry with you. You know that. Yeah. But also, I understood, I think. And we've gotten hold of everyone at this point. Yes, I made that my job, to make sure they didn't hear about it from someone else. Some, like Bree and Maya and Shirin and Emma, were easy. We're still in touch with them. And Ina talked to her mother, of course. She also found Claire. I tracked down Jono, eventually. Sent him an email, but never heard back. And that's everyone. Everyone whose voice is in there. Right, so... Last week I listened to the bit where you, Mum, Chess, is about to fly to London for a meeting about your screenplay, and... Knowing my birthday, I'm guessing you weren't there for my birth. That's right. I wasn't there. Hated not being there. But for what we knew at the time, it was the right decision. It was. But it sucked. I know. You only missed a few days. Yeah. Okay, but... The meeting? I've never heard of this film. 
<laughs> it was never made. Uh, they were interested, but it came to nothing. Oh. Very few people get their first screenplay made, you know. I did rework it years later into a novel, but no one wanted that either. The story's too complicated, I think. You should try it with your publisher now. Maybe. Might do that. Safe to enter now? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. One for you, and you, and you. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I love this stuff. So do I. Have I had this before? <sighs> it smells very Swedish. Mm, it is. Mm, I like it. And very Christmassy. You must have had the kitty version at some point. So, um, anything else you want us to talk about, Liv? I can ask about the film you were talking about in the last voicemails, perhaps? Khan! Yes, that was my breakthrough, really. Led to so many other things. Was a pretty miserable shoot, though. Very cold and very dusty, and I spent so much time on horseback. But Kazakhstan was beautiful, and the crew was great. You... Sounds like you weren't exactly happy beforehand, so... I was completely devastated. But doing something new, something that required all of my attention, was really good at that point. Right. Don't know what else to ask about. Anything you want to say? We've talked quite a lot about this since you came home, but I want to say that I am really happy you found Mike. And I'm sorry we didn't manage to find him sooner. Yes, it's been something I've worried over many times over the years, and I'm so glad you've met him now. I'm glad too, though. I think I expected more, somehow. In what way? I don't know. Suppose I thought he'd be like my parents somehow. But he's really not. Maybe he can be something else? Yeah, we'll see. Anything else? <sighs> It's been strange, reliving all these happenings through your podcast. <laughs> yep. Yes. But I think it's been good, too. Some things I had forgotten. Others I think I had rewritten in my mind a little. Memory is a tricky thing, right? Yes. Some things I had completely forgotten. So... Why did you save the files on your computer? I'm not sure, actually. I think it was an idea of preserving it somehow, like a kind of diary. It was a very important year for me, for all of us, 2000. Yep. Yes. Not sure I saved any of the later voicemails. <laughs> we got pretty busy with you, your mama and I. Right, and why are there hardly any baby pictures of me? That's what I was searching for to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> really? We could have told you that. When we moved to the UK in 2005, was it? Yes. We left a lot of stuff in storage in Auckland. Bree was going to help us ship it later. But there was a fire in the storage facility, so we lost everything. So, no big mystery? No. Alright, think we're done. Want to say happy holidays to the listeners? <laughs> happy holidays! Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Hello again, back for the last time. I asked Tammy to join me, 
Hang on. Can you hear me, Tammy? Yes. Hello. Hello. So I asked you to join me to wrap this up, I suppose. Yeah, it's been fun. It has, but, you know, no more voicemails. I know. So what are you going to do with all of your free time? I don't know. More hikes? (laughs) There's always more hikes. Especially in New Zealand. Yes. Looking forward to going back to summer. Oh, yes. We're going back after New Year's. We are. After your birthday. Congratulations in advance. Hope it's a good one. Thanks. Somehow, I think it will be... We're about to end here, but you and I will keep talking and release it as a Patreon special, right? Yes. The final Tammy's Takeover Part 4. The previous three Takeover episodes are available to our Patreon supporters from a certain level. Just go to patreon.com slash y2kpod to find out more. Exactly. But now, I think it's time to say goodbye to the listeners, right Tammy? Yes, goodbye and thank you so much. Yes, thank you dear listeners for coming along on this journey with me. With us. It's been... So much has happened. And I'm not even sure I'm the same person I was a year ago. I mean, of course I am, but... It's been... A year. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at y2kpod at gmail.com. Or to find out what I'm up to, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod. Also, check out our webpage at y2kpod.com. Our brilliant intro and outro music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. I'm Olivia. Thank you so, so much for listening. (laughs) Oceans of hugs. (laughs) Oceans of hugs. Bye. Bye. Oh, Rachel, she's making little noises. Olivia is just the most adorable person ever. And you're sure you're all right, my love? I so wish I was there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ah, but just you wait. I'll be home in four days and then nothing will come between me and my wonderful family. (laughs) Yes, I will cuddle Olivia and you for days. (laughs) And change every single diaper. (laughs) And cover Brie in kisses. Yeah, she'll squirm a bit if I do that, maybe. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Great, yeah, I'll have to buy her the most enormous gift for taking such good care of you both. And Maya and Tia. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, all right. Love you so much. Uh Uh-huh, yes, I will tell Kat. Bye, my loves. Happy New Year. (laughs) Hey. Hey, Claire. So, congratulations. Thanks. I... You, um... It's good to see you. You too. Thanks for the voicemail. It meant a lot to me. Good. I'm... I'm glad. You all right, Claire? I think so. Good. I'll go help with the food. Right. Let me know if you need anything. 
<laughs> Won't be your help we'll be wanting. <laughs> right. Elsa and Kat. <laughs> you okay? Yes. Just talk to Rachel. She sends hugs. Oceans of hugs. <laughs> she didn't say that, but yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Oh, me too. Also feeling completely lost in time. <laughs> yeah. You get any sleep this afternoon? A bit. <laughs> but there was some party prep noise going on. I know. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> so, you're a parent now. I am. <laughs> Doesn't feel real at all. I can imagine. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry, Kat. Life isn't fair. <laughs> it really isn't. Last month I was engaged and trying for a baby. And now... Nothing. I have nothing. But I am so happy for you. I know. I know. <laughs> he wants to talk. Again. Suppose I owe him that. You don't owe him anything, you know? But if you want to talk, of course. Go talk. Yeah, I... Would prefer not to see him for a while. But I think it's easier to just go with it. You uh, think... Um, you think he wants to try to talk you into trying again? Maybe. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. But I can't. I tried doesn't work all right and hey you're going to Kazakhstan I hey, am Kat, could you are you two all right yes we were talking about Kat's movie <gasps> it's so exciting you'll have to take lots of pictures Kat I don't know anyone else has even been to Kazakhstan me neither but they have made a few films there I think wasn't there a Bond film shot there yeah, the world is not enough, but it was only set in Kazakhstan, not filmed there. Well, it... well, oh, come help. All of us? Yes, you can chop things. Can we just... I'm so happy the four of us are all back here again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should make a toast or something. Uh, I have a coffee mug somewhere. Hang on. Everyone ready? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Old acquaintance and all that. Only we won't be forgot. Right? We won't. Definitely not. Yeah. All right. Kitchen, everyone. Olivia is a beautiful name, and you can call her Liv for short. 
Live. I like that. Means life in Swedish. Wow. I love that. Thanks. There you are. You coming? It's almost midnight. We'll be right there. All right. Could next year perhaps be a little less eventful? <laughs> I feel like I'm still catching my breath. I know. <sighs> But it's been good too. I say, bring on 2001. <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> All right, welcome to the year 2001. <laughs> Hi, Karen Heimdall here, creator of Y2K and also voice of Jess. Thank you so much for listening to our show this year. It means so much. It has been an overwhelming experience for me and for us, and we are so humbled and grateful to all our listeners. This is it, folks. Last episode of Y2K. Or is it? <laughs> Season two is coming, but it will be very different from season one. Stay tuned to this feed and to our social media for more information on that. Y2K has featured the voice talents of these wonderful folks. Kirsty Wolven as Olivia. Janice Vestin as Kat. Karen Heimdall as Jess. Adam Blanford as Jono. Felicity Boyd as Rachel. Anjali Kunipanani as Sharon. Shakendra Morgan as Maya. Maddie Searle as Claire. Anna Jorton as Tammy. Lorcan Nikilavon as Brie. Charlotte Nora as Kirsten. Nettis Howell as Emma. As well as these incredible guest voices. Sarah Golding as Drama School Director. Natalie Barron as Cassandra. Lee Davis Thalborn as Mike. Erin Kian as Scott. And thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. We could not do this without you, and your generosity is humbling and astonishing. Thank you so very much. Thanks also to our script consultants, Luna and Marion, and to Paula for production assistance. Very special thanks from me to the organizers of Pod UK and Pod Tales, and to the audio drama community for being so astonishingly supportive and inspiring. If you want to support us, you can tell your friends about the show, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, or you can consider joining our Patreon supporters. There is a season two coming, and our Patreon will be full of stuff. We offer you a free podcast, and we are a completely indie production with no network, sponsorship, or ads. Listener support on Patreon means we can recoup some of our hosting costs and pay our fantastic actors. And also get set up to work on season two. Please go to patreon.com slash y2kpod to learn more. You can also find us on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod, and that's the number two. And check out our website, y2kpod.com, for more information. Our wonderful intro and outro music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. Other music by arcsaudio.com. Thank you so much. And uh, talk again soon, oceans.
of hugs.